All right. Greetings, everyone. I'm glad to be here once again for another exciting episode of The Watch Frogs. I appreciate every single one of you joining, as always. Now, before we begin, please be aware I'm streaming on DLive, Trovo, Kick, Facebook, Rumble, X, formerly known as Twitter, Twitch.tv, and YouTube. For those who enjoy or prefer the audio-only experience of the show, you can head over to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else where podcasts exist. Of course, links are in the description. Now, let's review what's going on the docket for tonight. I actually had to add a few things, but first, one in five U.S. voters admit to 2020 election fraud. We're going to have to get into it. The next Iowa GOP presidential debate is in limbo. What does this mean? Only to simps unaware. Racist mayor caught in a very, very sticky situation. Mayor Wu is branded as a giant hypocrite for being anti-white in the streets, but extremely pro-white in the sheets. She has a white husband. We got to get into it. It's really interesting. Hopefully we can pull up uh, an image of our husband. Uh, we got some uh, pop culture news. Rachel Ziegler is coming out as the boss babe once again, returning to her roots. And Jonathan Majors is found guilty of a serious crime. Could this be what finally upends the MCU? We'll have to see. Also sprinkled on the docket is a little bit of crime. We got a hate hoax uh, going on and uh, some 304 cringe. And uh, right now the uh, Supreme Court in Colorado is doing some shady stuff. And uh, that just happened today. I, I actually was kind of unaware of it. I've been working like a dog. Uh, let's see. Who do we got in the chat? We got Rookie. Uh, Annie, are you okay? We. Oh, my God. What are you, what are you saying again? Oh my goodness! All right, rookie. I'm, I'm gonna have to ignore what you're just what you're saying to me. It sounds like some more nonsense. Um, also, I, I lied. I guess we're not live on on fucking Rumble. What's going on here? Hold on, guys. I gotta I gotta rectify this. Oh come on, my channels. Let's go to the Watch Frogs. What the hell is going on? It says I'm live. I don't understand what the fuck is going on here. Okay, I guess Rumble is broken. I apologize to the Rumble viewers. Uh. Pfft. Doesn't work. Uh, maybe they want me to pay because I can only stream so many times. So I guess we're not going to be streaming on uh, Rumble, but we are on Facebook. We're everywhere except for Rumble. E everything I just said is uh, whatever. Um, yeah, man, things are looking pretty good. Things are looking pretty good. All right, hold up. I got this muted. All right, so uh, shit. What do I want to get into first? Uh, let's see. Let's go over to. Let's go over to X really quick. Uh, that is not X. I wanted to talk about this Gerard situation. Whoops. Gerard the completion. I never heard of this guy. Uh, let's see. I don't really. Oh, my God. What's going on? I'm messing up. Yeah, this this douchebag right here. All right. So I actually have uh, quite a few thoughts, quite a few thoughts about this. But you know what? I need some wine first. Um, God, Halloween. Uh, Hall Jeez, I'm thinking about Halloween. Getting way ahead of myself. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner. Let me know what you guys are expecting for Christmas. And let me know if you've been naughty or nice. Um, I've not been naughty, but I have certainly haven't been nice. And um, what are we drinking? What is this, a Merlot? Yeah, I'm drinking Merlot. This is not my favorite Merlot. I think this is the last bottle of wine that I have in my house. And uh, this is the only way I can enjoy the show. Uh, it's going to be relatively short because I got family here and we're painting. And that needs to get done because I want to start making other content. Uh, just making content in general besides streaming every Tuesday. And I do plan to stream uh, more. 
Except for on Rumble. Rumble is uh, going to be punishing me because uh, I don't have a deal with them. So whatever. Uh, let's see. Friedrich Marx writes, Trump election in Colorado is fake news. It's already on a stay. It's a psyop. It probably is a psyop. Uh, they're probably trying to rile people up. We're, again, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Or I believe, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll read it because I got someone pulled up from the AP. Uh, again, this happened while I was at work, so I didn't really get to dive into it. But uh, it sounds like bullshit. And, uh, and it is, obviously. So, uh, yeah, man. Let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and see what's going on with the Gerard fellow. Dude, listen to, listen to this shit. And I'm going to summarize this because he had a, a 40-minute call was just dropped by Mudahar, which is which is the uh, the Pajit in the middle. So this Mudahar fellow, he ended up posting this this whole entire thing, uh, 40 minutes long. I listened to it while I was at work, so let's go ahead and just dive in. The last thing I want to do is ruin the legacy of my family, of my mom and her memory especially because this is such a personal thing for the last 25 years of my life. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm not trying to be like, do you guys want money to help me hide this? It's not what this is at all. I'm just asking from a humanity perspective of like, if I am the target of this, I have 20 mouths to feed. I have sponsors. I have a business. I'm trying to make video games. I'm trying to get out of content creation so I don't have to worry about YouTube anymore. And, and, do better things in the world. And I just know because of my track record of things like G4 exploding, me being friends with John Tron when he was a racist. Fuck uh, you. you know, I've been a part of like, you know, pro Jared, like pulling one yeah. thread about the charity thing is going to upheave my entire life in a way that scares the living crap out of me. And I don't want to go home tonight and tell everyone, Hey, there is a gigantic, thing coming to claim my career that's right and you all have to close down and find somewhere else to do i know this is shitty me to say this i'm not trying to ask for sympathy or anything yeah you but are this kind of stuff i mean i've been following your guys' stuff for years the stuff with billy mitchell carl the stuff that you've done Muto, with tons of content creators over the years like mm -hmm. there's no nuance to this people are going to see this and they're going to immediately go that gerard guy who's been nice to a bunch of people actually isn't very nice overall fuck him Let's get rid of him. Yeah, let's get rid of him, all right? I totally agree. Uh, I can't stand this guy. Look, anybody who hides behind compassion, empathy, sympathy, racial harmony, a scumbag. This Gerard fellow is a scumbag. I didn't even know this because I don't know who the fuck Gerard is. I don't know what the completionist is. I don't care about indie video games or any of this nerd shit. Uh, but when I hear a fat nerd is uh, scheming, and potentially taking money from people is what I get interested in. And and I, and I want to put the gloves on and just go in the fucking ring and just start swinging. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So I listened to the, the full 40-minute call. And the whole time, the guy kept invoking his mom, the family legacy. Uh, you know, and in this clip, he's talking about, you know, he's trying to invoke sympathy. He's trying to show to the, to the individuals who investigated uh, the completionist and his bullshit charity Trying to show to them, I got mouse to feed. I got a business. I got the. I got my whole life right here, and it's in your hands right now. And you can drop it and smash it to pieces, or you can give me my life back, and I'll give you money in exchange. Which is, you know, what he was trying to do is like he's planting. We call it planting seeds. He's planting seeds, right? And it didn't work. Um, you know, Gerard, the completionist, the the complete nerd, he is getting ratioed on all of his videos. 
he is just being raked over the coals, and I find it to be very fascinating. And uh, you know that that's what I get off on. I get off on hate. I get off on anger and angst and shit, and it feels good. It feels real good. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, just you got to be wary of people who always talk about doing good in the world and doing charity and stuff, but like never really lifting a finger. You know, G Gerard never did anything. He, he talked a big game about, oh, I'm working with this organization. I'm working with that organization. I'm the primary funder of this group, of this, this organization. And no one's ever gotten the money. So for a little over a decade, slightly over a decade, he held on to over $600,000. More than half a million dollars, this family, Gerard's family, was hanging on to this money. And it never went to where they said it was going. That is very deceptive. I'm not going to say fraud. I'm not going to say shenanigans. Well, I'll say there, it looks like shenanigans are afoot. It looks like some scheming is afoot. The, the, there is There were statements that were made that were blatantly untrue. And I and in my estimation, he needs to be held accountable for it. And of course, he's one of the wokesters. This guy mentioned he was on G4 TV. You, you guys remember that, that weird woman who kind of looked like uh, Eminem, like post-op? Um, and she, in the, the Frosk was the character's name, whatever her name was, Frosk. And she was talking about like women in gaming and they're not props or eye candy for the, the fat nerd male gaze, yada, yada, yada. Gerard was in the background clapping like a fucking seal going, you go queen. I mean, that's Gerard. And, uh, again, wokester. Oh shit. Hold on. Total wokester. And also a total deceptive lying scumbag which is just par for the course right being a liberal being a far leftist all these people are the same you know Hassan Piker pretends to be you know Mr. Empathetic you know Mr. I'm on the right side of history and he detests violent you know evil Nazis these imaginary Nazis but he's espousing uh, hostility and violence that of which we've never seen espoused by people who are legitimate members of the KKK or people who are actual Nazis. Uh, let's see, Friedrich Marx, right? Uh, don't steal money if you have to uh, feed people. Uh, actions have consequences, bro. Clearly, this guy is a woman. Yeah, Gerard is a woman, uh, in my opinion. He, he's def he's a feminist. He's a soy boy. You know, he's a liar. You know, the guy lied, you know, and, and you can, you compare and contrast the leaked audio or the, the, the phone call that was that was leaked. You compare and contrast that to his official response. And, you know, he's talking like a tough guy. He's talking, you know, real tough. You know, like nothing's going to stop him. He's going to defend his family. He's going to defend Indyland. He's going to defend his mom's honor, blah, blah, blah. Bro, you're groveling at the feet of Mudahar and Carl Jobs or Jerps or whatever his name is. You're, you're groveling at their feet, begging them, quasi-bribing them to not be held accountable. Uh, let's see if we can find any more. Uh, hold on one second. It's a uh, wrong screen. Let's see if we can find more uh, more stuff on this. Let me see. If I look at the completionist. Billy Mitchell bracing himself for the completionist drama fizzles out. Uh, the completionist is not a nice guy. Downloading. <laughs> yeah, so people are uh, shitting on him. Uh uh, uh, Carl Jobs because he's uh, monetizing the drama and again it's what he should be doing the guy is a uh, you know he's a content creator he's an entertainer 
So the family bovine rides, no matter which side of the spectrum you sit on in the Gerard completion debacle, can we all agree shit like this is scummy as fuck? Uh, no, I don't have to agree with you. The family bovine, you sound like a like a weak person. And uh, Carl, you know what? You know what? Uh, we can uh, all agree on that scummy as fuck. Uh, scamming innocent people and using the memory of your dead mom to um, you know just fleece your pay pigs. Because look at look at this fat nerd. Look at this nerd. Is this unassuming nerd? Nobody would think he would fuck you over, but I'm disappointed. I got, I got a theory about guys like this. Hold on, let's just listen to this. I was not more straightforward regarding the foundation's timeline for making donations, and then I made statements potentially implying the completionist charity accused of failing to report donations following controversy. Donations were made when they had not yet been. It took too long for clear action to occur, and I apologize for all of this. But such inaction was not done for any selfish or malicious reasons. The saga continues. Oh shit, I don't even know if I can play this music. Hold on, let me mute that. Alright, the saga continue, Carl Jobs, Mudahar. Ruin the legacy of my family, of my mom. Oh, it's basically something we already read. Or something we already heard. Oof, this is this age as well. Let's see. I wonder if Gerard the Completionist will ever actually come back considering everything the past few days here. Let's listen to what this clip has to say. I'm sorry to you guys, but I'm not going to apologize for the actions that I took. I'm just going to make it sound like I did and expect all of you to then write angry tweets and Reddit posts and medium blogs about how my apologies out of touch so that later on I could delete all my tweet threads, this very own video, and so much more out there. I do have the receipts. I'm not going to show them in this video, because if I do, it makes me look like a better person for not showing you. I'm trying to protect the people involved in the situation, so I'm not going to show the receipts. But I might. It just depends how this apology video goes. Thank you so much for supporting the shows. Thank you so much for... Um, accept this apology video, and if not, go fuck yourself. Wow, what a fucking loser. Yeah, this guy's a loser. I can't stand this guy. Um, you know, hold on, let me bring myself back here. You know, there's something about these, like, pathetic nerds, like the completionists, uh, like Call Me Carson, and, and, and Dream, you know, because you got these dorks who end up becoming really, really popular, really, really famous, really, really quickly on the internet. These are guys, don't get chicks, don't have a lot of friends, never really had a lot of money, don't really have any real-world skills. Some do, but most of them don't. And then they make it. And now they're being showered with all kinds of attention from people, from women, from these big companies. You know, they, you know Gerard is literally hanging out with celebrities. And it got to his head. In my estimation, it got to his head, and that's why he... Um, he, he was holding on to this money. He held on to it for 10 years. He probably thought he was going to get away with it. I'm going to get away with having $600,000 in this bank account. And he's probably going to end up keeping it or they're going to end up paying themselves or uh, they'll, they'll figure out something to do with it, right? Where it ends up in their pocket somehow. That that would that would be my guess. You know, call me Carson again, a dork, total dork, not really popular with the ladies. And then he becomes popular right on the internet. And... You know, the guy gets accused credibly of uh, horrific things involving ladies. Uh, dream, um, total goofball. 
gets credibly accused of uh, being inappropriate with the ladies and, and whatnot and, and so on and so forth. There's so many of these examples. I could go on forever. And, uh, but, but there's, you know, Boogie2988, you know, the big, big, giant, obese guy. You know, he's like, oh, look at me. I'm so cool. I'm so friendly. Everybody loves me. I'm like this friendly nerd. I'm this friendly, unassuming nerd. But the guy's a liar. He's a manipulator. And, you know, he's got violent tendencies. You know, he almost killed Frank Castle, who's a, who's a total Chad, by the way. And it would have been a great loss for the world had uh, he been taken out by the incredibly obese and disgusting Boogie 2988. But that didn't happen. But, but again, you know, these people put on a facade. They're putting on this mask. And I don't want people to be fooled by it. I would I see right through this shit, man. I'm just not convinced by any of this charity bullshit. You're never going to see me do anything for fucking charity on this channel. If I do... Maybe I'll have like a donation drive and with the money I'll like build puppets and give them to hospitals so they can like entertain children and stuff like St. Jude. That's about it. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to be involved in any of this, of any of this, in any of this type of stuff. But yeah, uh, I just really wanted to talk about this and it's just something that's been on my mind. And you know, the real takeaway here is just to be mindful of these deceitful people that are taking advantage of well-meaning nerds, friendly people, who just want to help out and do good in the world. And of course, people are taken in by this story of Gerard's mom. And you got to, again, like the, the psychopath, the, 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 the deceptive liar, they'll use this one compelling story that works like a charm and they'll just beat that story like a dead horse. So for Gerard, it's his, uh, it's his dead mom. May she rest in peace. You know, I don't want to take shots at anybody. I'm just, this is just about Gerard, but I need to impress upon everybody that the mom is gone. She died of dementia, a really horrible disease, according to him and the family. Eliza Blue. Eliza Blue, you know, she, she, she just, she hit the exact same notes. Whenever she was pressed about the sex trafficking advocacy, when she was uh, pressed about her own so-called sex trafficking story. It was just the same bullshit, same rehearsed nonsense, and people fucking ate it up. Same with Gerard. They just ate it up. So you got to be very, very mindful of that, you guys. You got to be very, very careful. Just listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they say the most, because what they are saying the most is what they want you to focus on. So for Eliza Blue, sex trafficking advocate, sex trafficking victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. You know, they, they hurt me. These people took advantage of me. I'll give me money. Gerard, my mom is dead. My mom had dementia. Give me money. I'm going to save people that had her illness. I'm going to, you know, do this in her honor, blah, blah, blah. Just same bullshit. Be very, very mindful of that. Be very, very mindful of that. What people talk about the most is uh, what they want you to see. But what I do, I try to look past what they, what they want me to see. I want to see what's behind their words. I want to see what's behind the meaning of the things that are coming out of their mouths. And if you kind of adopt that way of thinking, you, you know, you develop these, these, uh, I guess the, 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 this intuition, you'll, uh, it'll be very hard to trick you and to lie to you and to, um, have you part ways with your money. All right, let's see. Let's see. What up G what's going on? Mike Floyd. Thank you for joining us here at the watch frogs. Uh, boogie is a degen. Oh yeah. That's putting it nicely. Uh, Friedrich Marx writes fat people, are dishonest by default. Never trust fat people ever. Oh, well, I had to disavow. I'm going to have to disavow. Uh, let's see. He made a, a hooker quit her job. Oh, yeah, dude. I ended up uh, listening to that when I was painting because I'm redoing my garage. And uh, I, I didn't physically watch it, but I was listening to the story. And then, yeah, listening to that skank 
talk about being a, a streetwalker, a professional streetwalker. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then, like, this fat guy, Boogie, came waddled into my life. And uh, I had to climb him like Mount Everest. And, uh, and ever since then, I decided to quit sex work and get a college degree and uh, find a cure for cancer because that experience was so fucking disgusting. And, uh, you know, to that, I can sympathize. I can sympathize with that. Dude, just imagine how she's like, dude, just imagine you're like this streetwalker. You know, you're maybe you're like a like a seven out of ten, maybe like a six point five out of ten. You like walk into the room and your client is boogie two nine eight eight. And then he's just like, all right, sweetheart, assume the position. He's just like lying there. He's like that fat uh, vampire in the first Blade movie where he's just like that fat like vampire guy thingy. He's like on the computer or whatever. That's kind of what it reminds me of. That's probably what lovemaking is uh, like for Boogie 298. But we got to get into the politics, you guys. We got to get into the politics. A lot of crazy stuff going on. Uh, let's go ahead and get rid of this. All right. So coming clean, the Washington, uh, the Washington Examiner. All right. Coming clean. One in five people admits to 2020 election fraud. What is going on here? Am I even allowed to say that? Who knows? I'm just... I'm just reading the press, all right? So about 20% of 2020 voters now claim they took advantage of election laws that loosened up because of the uh, corona beers uh, crisis to commit fraud, including filling out ballots for others, according to a shocking report being unveiled Tuesday. Some admitted they voted in states they don't live in. And others said they let somebody else fill out their mail-in ballots, neither of which is allowed. For the past three years, Americans have repeatedly been told that the 2020 election was the most secure in history. But if the polls findings are reflective of reality, which they are, um, the exact opposite is true, of course. This conclusion isn't based on conspiracy theories or suspect evidence, but rather from the responses made directly by the voters themselves, said Justin Hoskins, director of the Heartland Institute's Socialism Research Center. The 2020 election was unlike any other in history as tens of millions of Americans voted by mail due to the Corona beer pandemic at the time, many experts warned that massive mail-in voting could result in widespread voter fraud. Unfortunately, these concerns were prophetic as the results of this poll clearly show that a large number of voters did indeed fraudulently cast ballots in the 2020 election. Heartland uh, editorial director Chris Talgo added the public policy nonprofit group shared its new Heartland Institute Rasmussen reports Survey revealing the possible fraud in the 2020 election. So let's see. Among the findings shared with secrets, 21% of likely voters who voted by absentee or mail-in ballot in the 2020 election say they filled out a ballot in part or in full on behalf of a friend or family member, such as a spouse or child. A child, guys. A minor. Somebody who's not allowed to vote. While 78% uh, 78 said they didn't. 30% voted by absentee or mail-in ballot in the 2020 election. Jesus Christ. 19% of those who cast mail-in votes say a friend or family member filled out their ballot in part or in full. 17% of mail-in voters said they cast a ballot in a state where they were no longer permanent residents. Guys, this is why it was so important to... Um, fuck, man. This is, this is why it was important to scrutinize the signatures in the ballots. This is why it was important to clean up the voter rolls because if you have somebody who's got a change of address flag over their name... You know, that, that person's got to be removed from the rolls. That person should not be receiving a ballot. But people who have change, change of address flags uh, on their voting registration, they're getting these mail-in ballots, and apparently they're voting, even if they don't live there anymore. Interesting. Among all voters, mail-in and 
uh, in person, 11% said a friend or family member, coworker, or other acquaintance has admitted to them they filled out a ballot on behalf of another person. Guys, this is uh, we're we're in we're in uncharted territory, man. I mean, it's it's getting spooky out there. It's getting real spooky. All right, let's see. Big white vampire on the computer. Yeah, don't you remember the movie Blade? Have you ever seen the movie Blade? Uh, let's see, Geo. Uh, Geo, the cookie study shows that the uh, shows that fats are not to be trusted. Just the science. Uh, look, I I don't know about this cookie study. Okay, I don't know about that cookie study. Let's see, uh, the, uh. Mail-in voting is bad. Uh, ban mail-in voting because uh, the world is female now. Uh, stop the mail-in votes. Uh, I I agree. We, we call it snail-in mo- voting. You know the the snails. We can't trust those snails. All right. What else do we got here in the in the news and political news? Ba-ba-ba. All right. Uh, Boston mayor. Okay. So this is a, a racist woke mayor. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu shows off photo from Electeds of Color holiday party after defending gathering a special moment. Uh, let's just watch this clip really quick. Oh, I'm not going to read all that shit. All right. So anyways, uh, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu proudly shared a photo of the controversial Electeds of Color holiday party she hosted on Wednesday, showcasing all the smiling government officials of minority backgrounds at the No Whites Gathering. Last night was my turn to host the annual holiday dinner for Boston's elected officials of color. A special moment to appreciate that our affinity group now includes leadership across city, state, county, and federal offices. Wu wrote in um, in a caption alongside the photo on Instagram, Wu38 came under fire earlier this week when her director of city council relations, Denise DeSantos, emailed the party's exclusive invitation to all members of the city council instead of the... Instead of only the electeds of color, Boston City Council is comprised of six minority and seven white members who were not the intended targets of the email. Oof. They had realized your mistake approximately 15 minutes after the message and sent a follow-up email to the white council members who received the invitation by mistake. I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. DeSantos wrote in her follow-up, I did send that to everyone by accident. I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. Fucking yikes. So uh so this is the the picture of the actual event. All these people, um, fat, uh, very fat, overweight. Uh look at this haircut. Yuck. Wu claimed the group of electeds of colors has grown since the first uh began her public service when she was elected to the city council in 2014. Uh not too long ago in Boston, we didn't need such a big table to fit electeds of color, but over time. As a city councilor and now mayor, following so many leaders uh, leaders who have paved the way, I proudly watch this group grow and create space for mentorship and fellowship among many who are breaking down barriers while holding the weight of being the first or only, she said. Oh, God, get the fuck over yourself, lady. Jesus Christ. Electives of Color Holiday Party. Uh, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the Electives of Color Holiday Party on Wednesday, December 13th, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go to Twitter really quick. Cause I want to see, I want to show you guys her husband and I'm going to explain what's going on here. So if I type in, uh, mayor woo. Yeah. Let's see her responses. Just, uh, an honest mistake that, uh, that it was truly just, a uh, an honest mistake that went out in, in typing the email field. And, um, I look forward to celebrating with everyone at the holiday parties that we will have besides this one as well. In just over 100 days, we have connected unhoused residents at Mass and Cass to housing, treatment, and services. We've launched three free bus lines. We've taken some big, bold actions. 
But I won't lie, this past winter was pretty intense. Trial by snow, trial by fire, fighters union. I'm getting used to dealing with problems that are expensive, disruptive, and white. I'm talking about snowflakes. Jesus Christ, dude. Racism much? Let me see. Where's her husband? Let's take a, get, a, get a good look at her husband. I'm about to find it. <laughs> Barred two white people. They look like nice fellows. I don't know why you would bother me. You're just gonna Mayor Wu husband. Look at this fucking guy. Look at this. You guys looking at this? Look at this. No whites allowed, she says. Look at this fucking racist horse shit. Oh man. Oh man. Let me explain what's happening here. Because the, the politics about it is it's predictable, right? The liberals are racist. They're anti-white. They're anti-European. You know, these anti these wokesters, right? Because Brianna Wu is super woke. They're very resentful and jealous of uh, ethnic Europeans. That's abundantly clear. To me, at least. Here's what I see going on. All right, so this man is her husband. So she hates whites, but she's sleeping with one. Oh, let me read some of these comments really quick. My mom was telling me that the conspiracy, uh, the conspiracy people are saying civil war in the future. Uh, it almost seems like it's uh, a common concept that there will be a civil war. AC, we'll get into that. Uh, why is the mayor celebrating the bare minimum adult can do? Imagine thinking about being able to run a government um, is a white only thing and needing praise for doing it. Is you wearing weird a white dude? Yeah. All right. So here's what's going on. Here's what I think happened. Mayor Wu is a lot older now. But when she was a lot younger, she's probably, you know, pretty cute. She's in college. She meets tall white Chad. Tall white Chad rearranges her guts. Gives her a night she'll never forget. She falls in love. But big white Chad fucking bounces because he's got options. Mayor Wu, ever since her heart was broken, resentful jealous, bitter, and she always, she's an alpha widow. That's why she's subtle with a guy like this. Look at this. I mean, look, look, like, Mayor Wu, like, I can see a younger Mayor Wu being, like, really, really cute and desirable. And she, she again, dude, she probably got flipped around, folded like a like a little origami bird and she's like ooh you know i want more of that but you know she got pumped and dumped and i feel like that is the source of this racism this resentment this anger this hostility because that clip that i showed you that's not the only one i could do that all fucking day all day um so i don't know who, what's up with this dude uh you know clearly she settled but it's not enough because she's still like she's dude. Imagine like dating this dude and still having your stick up your ass about white guys. Again, I think this is a sex thing. I think this is a dating thing. I think this is a her heart was broken type thing. What do you guys think? Am I out of line? Am I off my rocker? But I, I think I'm correct. Let's see. I bet those are probably not his kids. Um, he looks too much like a beta. AC, you might be right. Um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, let's, let's take a closer look. 
Uh, let's scrutinize this. Uh, nah, dude. I, I see they, they have the same hair color. Um, I see the same hair color. Uh, the the cheekbones, uh, the facial structure, the nose, uh, the nose bridge. Nah, I don't see infidelity here. I, I don't get a sense of that. I, I think she. I don't think she would do something like that. I, I, she is malevolent. She is bitter and resentful, but I don't think she would spite this man because, you know, the man, you know, he probably could have done better, to be honest. If anything, he settled. It's more likely that he settled because Brianna Wu sounds fucking miserable. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I, I can maybe put up with a chick like Brianna Wu one night, uh, not even a full night. Like a few hours, and then I put my clothes on and leave. Um, but yeah, this is what I see. Uh, Brianna Wu, everybody was talking about this, and you know, they're trying to make you know be all, like all analytical and shit, but like, what else is there to say? You know, members of our government are blatantly racist and they are hosting these events and they're deliberately talking shit about white Americans, European, you know, ethnic Europeans, and um, yeah, I'm just. I don't know what else is... Yeah, they're mean. Yeah, they're so mean. They're rude. They're all these awful things. Uh, no, nah, fuck that. We're going we're gonna to dive deep. I'm going to break these people down. I'm going to show... I'm going to pull out their doubts and show them to you guys. I think that is a lot more fun. And um, and by the way, when I do shit like this, they, the fucking... When they get wind of it, they don't like it. Uh, I've had a couple of people email me and uh, call me out. And they, they've, they were really mad at the things that I said. But uh, I'm not going to censor myself. And I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not violating any rules. I'm just seeing things how they are. Um, yeah, if you don't like it, maybe don't uh, be a racist asshole. Maybe try that for once. Uh, maybe maybe don't treat your colleagues like shit who didn't do anything wrong to you. I bet all those people, all those uh, white members of the council, all those uh, you know local uh, government officials that have white skin, I, I, I bet they're just the nicest people ever. And, and all of them were blindsided by this. They're just like, whoa, what the fuck? But hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's 2023, and um, I, I hate to sound like a, a total normie conservative, but again, let's just pretend for a second. Let's say, like, uh, you know, uh, Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates is like, yo, whites only party. You got to have white skin, and everybody's got to wear white. And then it's like, you know, he accidentally sends an email to AOC, and he's like, and then he sends like another one 10 minutes later. He's like, ah, you're not invited because you don't look like us. Like, dude, it would be like international news. It would be international news. Um, So. Uh, again, this blew up on like right wing Twitter, but nowhere else. All right, so let's move on to the next story. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, well, uh, I guess that uh that story disappeared. All right, so migrant families brace for eviction from New York City shelters as nearly twenty thousand other asylum seekers are flown elsewhere. Oh, God, where else are they going? Send them to California, send them to Chicago, send them to Baltimore, send them to Detroit, just to get them away from the the smaller communities, get them away from the suburbs, just get them the fuck away from us. Jesus Christ. So thousands of migrants' families are bracing to be evicted from their New York City shelter next month under a 60-day limit rule. While the Big Apple has already flown nearly 20,000 other sound seekers elsewhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're, they're, deporting them, uh, they're deporting them as quickly as they're uh, migrating there. Uh, about 3,500 families, uh, migrant illegal alien families with children, have been warned that after the first of the year, they will have to clear out of the city-run shelter where they've been staying and haul their kids and belongings to a Manhattan intake center to reapply for a new spot. Yeah, so they're basically going to shuffle these people around, treat them like shit, make their lives miserable. 
And it seems like the solution to the illegal alien problem, which is, uh, you know, very intense in these cities, the solution appears to be just shuffling them, shuffle them around, moving from one place to another, just perpetually keep them moving. It's just a, a, a giant, you know, it's like a, the trail of tears, but with like illegal aliens and, you know, it's, you know, they, they, everyone's got smartphones, I guess. Uh, let's see. The truth is, I don't know where we'll go, said Bianca Guzman, a single mom of four from Venezuela, to the Post on Monday outside of the Rowe Hotel turned migrant shelter in Midtown Manhattan, where she and her kids are staying. It is bad to leave because the weather is so cold. The 32-year-old mother added to her looming eviction, which was originally uh, slated for the day after Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas! And again, it's just like, you know, you know where it's not cold? Uh, where you're from. Uh, the mayor's office confirmed to the Post on Monday that the first migrant family, such as Guzman's, to hit their 60-day limit won't be forced to reapply until at least early January after the holiday. Oh, well, is uh, Mayor Adams not merciful? Uh, Ecuadorian migrant Wendy Parra, 23, told the Post that she and her three-year-old son are bracing to be kicked out of the Rowe Hotel shelter come January 18th. I don't know where they're uh, where they're going to send me or what's going to happen, she said Monday. I am looking for a job. I need the money to make sure my son stays fed. I don't care what type of work it is. I have been here for a month and haven't found a job yet. Well, that's pretty promising. No one's hiring these fucking illegals. That's interesting. Uh, Javier Ruiz, 34, of Venezuela, said he and his wife and two kids, six and two, have, uh, have until January 5th to vacate the room at the row. We have to wait to see where they will send us, he said. I have already applied for my working papers. I am working on my papers so I can work and pay the rent somewhere of our own. I am a construction worker, but I would take any jobs because I'm a newcomer. Yeah, that's what they all say. Under the stay limit, the soon-to-be-booted families will have to return to the Big Apple's main intake center the Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan to reapply for a new placement at a city-run shelter if they can't find other accommodations themselves. Adult asylum seekers without kids are already subjected to a short 30-day limit on shelter stays. Dude, that, that's why like a lot of these people are like, uh, you know, coming with the kids. They're renting kids. <laughs> Those adults who get kicked out but still require help have to uh, have to head to a reticketing center in East Village to request a new bed. They are first offered a free one-way ticket to anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, send them to Africa. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, many turned down the deal. Wow. They would rather be treated like shit by New Yorkers than go anywhere else in the world. Interesting. As of earlier this month, roughly 24% of asylum seekers saw a new bed in city uh, in a city shelter after being given their eviction notice. All right, so you guys get the point. Let's see. More than 150,000 uh, 150, asylum seekers have come through our intake system since the spring of 2022. That's just New York, guys. Fucking insane. All of them have been offered vital care, including shelter, food, access to medical care, casework services, legal assistance, and more. Uh, all paid for by the taxpayers. Uh, our illegitimate uh, government, this regime, is printing bullshit money to pay for these people. But, uh, you know, uh, if you're a veteran, you're on your own. If you're a single mom, you're a citizen working two jobs, you're on your own. doesn't matter if your husband left you or beat you. Or, you know, you're doing everything right in the world. Uh, these illegal aliens, all of them are uh, really fat, by the way, really well fed. They come first. They're more important. Our replacements are more important than ourselves. And we're the one funding this. We're funding our own annihilation. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think? Holy shit, that's insane. This is insane. But now they're like, oh, no, they're treating us really poorly. We don't know what's going to happen to us. Yeah, welcome to the club. 
I don't know what's going to happen to me. You know, where's my news story? You know, you know, AC's talking about civil war. You know, people, you know, I'm worried about, you know, the, the, the collapse of our society. I mean, things are already collapsing. You know, society is on a, uh, is on a massive decline when we're starting to see planes crash all over the United States. They're not able to take off, you know, because competency is not cherished in this country. Uh, merit-based systems are not cherished anymore. Now it's all diversity-based. It's all inclusivity. It's all, you know, Marxist and shit. So the people who aren't qualified to fly planes, they're flying these things, they're operating them, and they're crashing them in the ocean. They're crashing them into little buildings before they even get to take off, which I guess is better than crashing in, you know, into into a, a busy neighborhood or something. But uh, yeah, you know, society's falling apart. You know, what, what what is to happen? What is to become of me in the future? I don't know, guys. I have no idea. I mean, these people are clearly going to be replacing us. Oh, man. Yeah, but everyone's talking about the Civil War. Did you guys see that Civil War trailer? Maybe we should watch it together. All right. Let's see. Let's see. I, I probably bet... Um, I bet those are probably not his kids. He looks too much like a... Oh, I already read that. Maybe one of them isn't his. I, I don't know, dude. Uh, let's see. Uh, they will move them uh, to the rural area soon. You wait and see it happen very, very soon. Friedrich Marx is probably true, but you know, you move them into a little rural town, a little rural neighborhood. You know, what are you going to do with them? You can't force them to stay into like, let's say, like a like a small police station or like a substation of a police office. Um, you can't force them to move into people's homes. You know, there's no resources. There's no jobs. There's, there's no fun, there's no salsa, there's no, you know, fucking fast food for illegal aliens in, in rural communities. So I don't know what's going to happen. Let's see, uh, my comment was removed, it disappeared. AC, I did not remove or disappear your comment, I promise you. I'm not about that censorship life. Um, so yeah, uh, what else have we got here? Uh, let's see, CNN Iowa presidential debate in limbo, and the only person who is really upset are the DeSantis bros and DeSantis himself. The final Republican presidential debate before the Iowa caucuses may not happen. Yeah, good. Who cares? Uh, CNN uh, CNN announced last week it will host a Republican presidential debate in Iowa on January 10th at Drake University in Des Moines, uh, five days before the first in the nation GOP caucuses. The debate would likely be Iowa voters last time to see presidential candidates in a head-to-head matchup before. Blah blah blah. Okay, you guys get the point. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, read anymore. I just, I want to give you my thoughts on this, uh, on all of the debates. Uh, essentially, uh, a waste of time. They're all a completely waste of time. They're all incredibly boring. All the candidates are boring and they suck, except for President Trump. Uh, he's fantastic, and I feel like a lot of people. Share my beliefs, share my my worldview, uh, those who are like on my side of the political spectrum, that all this is unnecessary, all this is boring. Um, you know, I think more people went on Twitter to look at clips of the actual debate. People went on Twitter to, you know, see gauge the reaction from like the DeSantis bros, from President Trump himself. And, uh, you know, I just I didn't really see that much enthusiasm, that much hype, that much excitement around any of the debates. Any of the clips. I mean, there were a couple zingers here and there from Vivek Ramswamy. Uh, but other than that, like, I just, nah, I don't really care. And uh, I don't even think the, the people that are debating care either. Um, you know, they tried to, you know, tar and feather President Trump and call him like a chicken, call him a little wuss, call him all these things. 
because he didn't participate in the debates. However, um, you know, he proved that nobody really cares about the debates. Nobody cares about the people on those stages. Even uh, rising stars like Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't even care. And I do, and I, and I do political analysis. I'm not going to waste my time watching this junk um, because I already know I'm in it to win it. I'm rah-rah Trump no matter what. And that's it. And a lot of people, I think over 60% of the, the GOP electorate is in that camp. So there's just really not much more to add to this. However, uh, Governor DeSantis absolutely needed this debate to happen. And I feel like, and uh, this is not my original uh, thought. This is not my opinion. This is, I think, Richard Barris's or uh, Robert Barnes. But they're of the opinion that that uh, Haley, uh, Nimrata Haley, and uh, Ron DeSantis are so close Nikki Haley or Nimrata Haley uh, cannot afford to have an embarrassing moment because she's been kind of getting pummeled by, by Ram Swamy. So she can't afford another moment like that. She honestly can't. So she's going to step back. She's not going to engage. And it probably makes more sense for her to not even participate in the debate herself because in some of the polling, she's in third place. Uh, she's in second place. And Ron DeSantis is now in third. And you can blame the DeSantis bros mostly for this because they're just insufferable jackasses. I can't stand Ron DeSantis supporters. Uh, what, no, I, wait, 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 wait. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. I didn't mean that. I cannot stand the Ron DeSantis surrogates who are overly enthusiastic about their support for Ron DeSantis. I, there's a lot of people that I love and respect who were initially you know, pro-Ron DeSantis. Some of them, a, a small handful of them, didn't even know that President Trump was running for office. They didn't even know he was in the race. They thought he was, you know, gone forever. But that's just not the case. You know, people are so unaware. And that's fine. Um, you know, differences of, uh, of opinion, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's like a handful of Nikki Haley supporters out there. But I, I don't really know who they are. And I don't really have anything negative to say about them. But the surrogates for Ron DeSantis are so damn annoying. I honestly can't stand these people. They're, they're, they're worse than the communists. I really do believe that. Oh, uh, let me see what's going on with my rumble, man. Sorry, let me, let me just refresh. I know we're like 40 minutes in already. Um, oh, what the fuck? Okay, I guess I'm live on Rumble. Shout out to everybody on Rumble. I did not know it was live. I have the chat up. Uh, let me, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the chat is there. All right, so I, I, I'm totally live. Uh, this is awesome. Okay, great. Now I feel pretty good. Um, I don't know what happened. It was just really, really slow. It's Rumble after all. Uh, let me read some of these comments. Uh, let's see. I was saying the illegal immigrants, uh, I was saying illegal immigrants will replace uh, the slaves in the Civil War. Uh, the libs and the conservatives will fight for the right uh, of rights of illegals. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they're insufferable. Uh, let's see. Uh, closeted Ron loves the D in him like he loves high knees or high heels. Uh, probably true. Probably true. But there is something that I did want to address. Um, well, I obviously don't agree with Ron DeSantis and don't really like him for one reason or another. Um, there is a behavior that I do want to highlight and that I do want to disavow. Uh, this is a short clip, but um, it needs to be... I, I need to post this here. Let me... It's only a minute long. It's not that long. You guys will get the point. As soon as she decided she wanted to be a significant part of the campaign... Yeah, and he's talking about Ron DeSantis' wife, Governor DeSantis' wife, Casey DeSantis. So just context. It was open season. Nobody had an interest in going after the wife until her stupid name was on the website. Once you ran fucking DeSantis for, for uh, president, DeSantis 2024 website, and the first name appearing on there was Casey, fair game, bitch. Sorry. 
I don't know what to tell these people. For everybody that sounds in poor taste, you're right, it would be in poor taste if she hadn't fucking volunteered herself into the campaign. Her and those fucking baby-ass kids have been tearing up the fucking uh, Florida's mansion, right? Can't talk about them either, even though their bitch mother decided to strut them around like little stuffed animals, fucking showing them off, trying to get fucking votes. You know, like, I gotta have a beer with this guy. Absent this this rant here, it would be cool. This guy is probably a decent fellow, but like, dude, why are you talking shit about the kids, man? And again, I, I don't really like uh, Casey DeSantis. I, I think she's kind of like a stuck-up douchebag. But, you know, that's just what, that's, the, the, those are the vibes I get from her. But other than that, like, I'm not calling her like a bitch. I'm not calling her this. I'm not calling her that. Um, no, this, this is in poor taste, man. This is, this is disgusting behavior. And I, I had to disavow. I had to disavow. Soon as you marched your sorry ass wife and kids out there, and you know what? I put this on DeSantis. Dude, what do the kids do, bro? What are you doing, man? The Dilly Show? I never heard of the Dilly Show. Because as a man, how did you not have the fucking courage to stand up to your own wife and tell her, go home? Get your fucking ass home. You're gonna go, you're gonna go home and raise our children right now. I'll hire a nanny. I've gotta work. Yikes. Uh I don't know, man. Am, am I out of line here for, for disagreeing with this behavior? Because um, there are a handful of people that, again, I personally didn't see this. I think I might have seen a post from Laura Loomer, but I didn't read the whole thing, so I could be wrong, where they were mocking Casey DeSantis and said that she was uh, lying about having cancer. Um, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if it was genuinely said. I know the DeSantis bros are saying that, you know, us Trump supporters were mocking the the, the wife, but I've never done anything like that. I've never advocated for anything, anything like that. And I, and I take that, that kind of stuff pretty seriously. Uh, my mother had cancer um, and it was, it was pretty bad, man. I almost lost my mom. Uh, luckily she survived. And uh, yeah, you know, I prayed for the DeSantis family and it's not, it's not something I'd wish on anybody. So uh, I feel like a lot of people are unfairly attacking the family and that's just not something I'd like to do. Or not something I would do anyways. However, if she is lying about it, or if she did lie about it, for whatever reason, um, well, I'm not going to do anything about it, but, uh, you know, God, will, God finds a way to punish people who are dishonest and uh, who scheme. And, uh, and let's pretend that she made it up. The embarrassment that the family is going through right now because of the way that the campaign was run is probably sufficient punishment enough because she she wanted vanity, right? The praise. She she wanted to, the victim points, and now all of that has vanished. All the goodwill that was built up uh, the past few years since you know Ron DeSantis has become a household name, it's it's all gone now. It's all gone now. So again, I hope that it didn't happen, and everything that's been going on with the campaign is just a result of Ron DeSantis and Jeff Rose, a horrific management of and their you know the, of the whole thing and their own actions, but, uh, you know, if Casey DeSantis was doing some sneaky beaky nonsense, saying things that were not true to garner sympathy, to, you know, to, to gain favorability for her husband, then, um, you better hope God forgives you, man. It's not fucking funny. And I don't know. I'm not going to look into it. Uh, I'm taking the position that they were telling the truth. Um, but if they're not, you know, uh, maybe this response is warranted. Maybe this is true. Maybe they know something I don't, but I'm not looking uh, that deep into the campaign of Ron DeSantis. Again, I don't care. Uh, the, that campaign isn't really registering a pulse. They pretend that it is, but it isn't. Nah, he's right. I hate uh, Dilly. Uh, the kids are fair game when they use them as a tool. Ah, Friedrich Marx, I disavow. They're little kids, man. They don't know better. 
They're, they're not old enough to understand. They're just, you know, following their parents along for the ride. <sighs> All right. Let's move on to the next thing. We got to talk about uh, the potential PSYOP, Colorado. This is breaking news, guys, breaking news. Donald Trump has been banned from Colorado ballot in historic ruling by state Supreme Court. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I can't recall where uh, where there's a time in American history where a presidential, a leading presidential candidate on the Republican side or the Democratic side, you know, one of the, the leading um, political parties has been removed from a, a state's ballot. Uh, this is where in uncharted territories, uh, AC alluded to civil war earlier. Who knows, man? I mean, it, it's stuff like this that will sp- that they could possibly spark a great conflict in the United States. Um, civil unrest, and it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be lawfare that that kicks this thing off. Um, it was lawfare that initially uh, sparked the first civil war in the United States. A lot of people don't know that, but that Dred Scott decision, woo, really lit a fire under people's asses. You know, the, the cartoon version of American history is uh, one day people, you know, John Brown was leading a group of anti-racists and blah, fuck John Brown. John Brown's roasting in hell and he's a terrorist. Fuck him. Uh, a divided uh, Colorado Supreme Court on Tuesday declared former President Donald Trump ineligible for the White House under the U.S. Constitution's Insurrection Clause and removed him from the state's presidential primary ballot, setting up a likely showdown in the nation's highest court to decide whether the front runner for the GOP nomination can remain in the race. The decision from a court whose justices were all appointed by the Democratic governors uh, marks the first time in history that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment has been used to disqualify a presidential candidate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have uh, some, some legal questions here. How can he be held accountable or liable for this so-called fake insurrection that honestly never happened or materialized, but let's pretend that it did? Uh President Trump was never convicted or proven to have been culpable or responsible in any meaningful way of such an insurrection. Um, you know, meandering around uh, hooliganism, uh, in my estimation, especially since uh, the individuals were unarmed, that doesn't constitute uh, an insurrection. Um, and again, I didn't want what happened on January 6th to happen. I wanted everybody to be outside peacefully protesting, singing, letting their voices be heard. I wanted people to engage in prayer and, and hope that the elected officials or congresspersons or, you know, the, the senators would do the right thing and kick the vote back to the States because what you wanted was the, was the, was the government to essentially say, Hey, we're not going to sign off on this election because there are legitimate concerns and questions about the way that all of this occurred. But the process was interrupted by hooliganism, by the federal, uh, by these uh, sneaky federal agents, in my opinion. Um, but anyways, uh, again, it's like what insurrection exactly? The only people that were ruthlessly murdered was an elderly lady. I forget her name. I apologize. And Ashley Babbitt. They were ruthlessly killed by the DC cops. Let's continue. Majority of the court holds that Trump is disqualified from holding the office of president under Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment. The, the the court wrote in its four to three decision. Jesus Christ, by a hair. Colorado's highest court overturned a ruling from a district court judge who found that Trump incited an insurrection uh, for his role in the January 6, twenty twenty one attack on the Capitol. What attack, dude? Again, lies. These are lies. 
but said he could not be barred from the ballot because it was um, unclear that the provision was intended to cover the presidency. The court stayed its decision until the 4th, January 4th. So this isn't even to be, it doesn't appear to be permanent. So this decision is going to be stayed until January 4th, okay, or until the U.S. Supreme Court rules on the case. Well, what's going to happen after the 4th? I don't really know, you guys. I think they want the Supreme Court to intervene so the press can say, well, here comes all these illegitimate justices coming to save Orange Man. It's pretty interesting. I think that's what they want. They want the process to look as illegitimate as possible. They want it to look as if the the government itself is coming out and stumping for Donald Trump. So when he inevitably takes the White House again, there will be a lot of doubt as to the legitimacy of his government. There will be a lot of um, insubordination, lack of better words, we did not reach we do not reach these conclusions lightly wrote the court's majority that's not true we are mindful of the magnitude and weight of the questions now before us we are likewise mindful of our solemn duty to apply the law without fear or favor and without being swayed by public reaction to the decisions that the law mandates we reach that's bullshit yeah tell that to Derek Chauvin you bags of shit Trump's attorneys had promised to appeal any disqualification immediately to the United uh, to the nation's highest court which has the final say about the constitutional matters. Trump's legal spokeswoman, Alina Hava, said in a statement Tuesday night, this ruling issued uh, by Colorado Supreme Court attacks the very heart of this nation's democracy. It will not stand, and we trust that the Supreme Court will reverse this unconstitutional order. Trump didn't mention the decision during a rally Tuesday evening in Waterloo, Iowa, but his camping sent out a fundraising email citing what is called a tyrannical ruling, which it is. Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel labeled the decision election interference and said the RNC's legal team intends to help Trump fight the ruling. Yeah, Ronna McDaniel, can, uh, she does a lot of talking, but she doesn't do a lot of walking. I don't believe it. Don't believe it until I see it. Trump lost Colorado by 13 percentage points in 2020 and doesn't need to say to win next year's presidential election. But the danger for the president uh, to the former president is that more courts and election officials will follow Colorado's lead and exclude Trump from must-win states. Yeah, we're, we're likely to see that, you guys. We're likely to see President Trump attacked legally nonstop until the end of this election cycle. And it ends uh, in December. Because they're going to be counting ballots long after November. They'll pro we'll, we'll probably know by December of 2024 who the president is going to be. Just letting everybody know. Um, that's just how it is. That's how it's going to be. Um, and again, we didn't even know who the real president was going to be in the 2020 election until January. You know, I legitimately believed, I'm going I'm to be honest with you guys, I legitimately believed in my heart that we were going to prevail, the truth was going to prevail, and everybody would see through the nonsense. Everybody was going to see what was, uh, see through the lies of the regime, see through the lies of these election officials, the, see through the lies of these clerks in government. Uh, this is definitely one stop, uh, one step to civil unrest. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, certainly. Imagine if people use this as an, uh, as an excuse to not pay taxes in Colorado, no option to select Trump, no way to choose representation, no taxation without representation. You know, that sounds legally justified. Um, I mean, I mean, this just happened today. I don't know what the legislature, uh, legislature is going to do. I know that the, the Trump team is going to petition this. 
I know that the stay is only going to last until January 4th. I mean, they could just ignore this and maybe nothing will come of it. You know, everything will just go back to normal. He'll end up on the ballot after the 4th. And, um, you know, like they stated, Trump doesn't need to win Colorado. However, however, there is a serious, serious issue with um, Trump not being on the ballot. Let me take a swig of this Merlot. If Trump isn't on the ballot, it's going to de, um, it's going to demoralize a lot of his base. It's going to demoralize a lot of the voters. Uh, you're going to see a lot of independents. You're going to see a lot of uh, you know the the new coalition that is that is uh, that is joining the the populist movement. So a lot of uh, you know younger people. Uh, we got the you know Latin Americans or, or Spanish Americans, whatever you want to call them, um, that have latched on. You know, people from Latin America with with populist uh, inclinations. They're um, they're not going to vote. Uh, we're going to see Republicans. Let's let's pretend for a moment that that this is permanent, and President Trump is not going to be on the ballot in 2024 in Colorado. Um, we're going to see uh, we're going to lose all the, the uh, Republican congressional candidates. All the, they're all going to lose. Um, all of the state house. It's going to be all Democrats. Um, we're just going to see a surge of Democrats. Uh, it's going to be a supermajority. Uh, it's going to be a Democratic supermajority state, much like uh, California. Now imagine if you disqualified President Trump altogether for 2024. I I'm letting you guys know right now. If it's Trump is not the nominee, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother voting. I'm not gonna care. I would rather uh, Biden win. I would rather him start World War Three. Or if I, I, I wouldn't want that, but if he did, it'd be preferable because my enemies would be drafted to go fight. My enemies would suffer. My enemies are suffering right now. They cheered on the rigged election. They they wanted this. And they're losing their jobs, losing their health care, they're losing their cards, getting repoed. There's no good jobs anymore. They're losing it all. They did this to themselves. I warn people, don't take the pharmaceutical products of significant relevance. Don't vote for Joe Biden. He's corrupt. He's a creep. He's uh he's this, he's that. He's gonna fuck over he's gonna fuck everybody. He's gonna fuck everything up. And he did. If Trump is not the nominee, they disqualify him, they they murder him, they they throw him in fucking prison and you know whatever. Um I'm not going to vote and there are millions of people like me. Uh Biden is probably going to win every single state. Uh legitimately, funny enough. If Trump is not the nominee, Biden's going to win legitimately. And we're going to see super majorities, Democratic super majorities in all the state houses. We're going to see just we're going to see more Democratic governors than we've ever seen before. Democrat, uh, woke sheriffs, um, DAs, etc. And we are going to be oppressed and terrorized in ways nobody ever could have imagined. And it wouldn't be my fault. It's everybody else's fault because they didn't fight the way that I fought. They didn't uh, speak the truth. They didn't go out and vote. They didn't, um, they didn't do anything. I've offered my services to people like Adam Laxalt, uh, to other uh, high-profile, uh, uh, you know, political candidates. Um, they 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 want a strategist who's not going to fuck them over, steal their money, you know, like Jeff Rowe does, or like Jason Miller, who's out here in Vegas getting strippers pregnant and shit, doing drugs, you know, just being a fucking loser. You know, if they really wanted to win, they could win, but they don't really care. Because the Republicans are just as useless as the, the Democratic Party. 
Civil War? Yeah, maybe. And the, the lines in the sand might be along racial lines. I don't know what I don't know what the future looks like. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I have no idea what the future looks like. That worries me. That worries me a lot. Because usually I can I, I have that that intuition, a really good intuition. I can kind of see beyond the obvious, but um, I don't see how this ends. You know, like I I see the polling, and I'm not really talking about the polling too much. But Trump is surging. We're there, you know, Rich Barris, you know, Trafalgar, Rasmussen. Everybody is talking about. Trump's insurmountable lead in Iowa and all the states, if they don't cheat in the primaries, if the Republicans don't fuck over the electorate, if they don't fuck over Trump and they let they 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 do they they go laissez faire, you know, Trump is gonna win every single state in the union in the primary. Everybody, all the voters are gonna corral around him, and he's going to be able to make his case better than ever before. And he, in a fair world, he can probably win the 2024 election. But everybody has to vote. They got to do it in person. And if they're not able to do it in person, they got to have their their ballot in their back pocket, and they got to submit that ballot and get and you know get the ballots of the have their family fill it out, and then you can drop off the family's ballots. I think that's that's legal. It should be legal. A family member could drop off a ballot, but they can't fill it out on behalf of somebody else. That's illegal. But a lot of people did it anyways. So you know whatever. If enough of us do it, they can't cheat convincingly. I mean, look how desperate they got in 2020. And now we just know so much more. I've been vindicated. People called me crazy. People said I was a lunatic, a schizo. I was 100% right about everything. We can win, but it's going to be rough. But if he's not the nominee, I just don't care anymore. Uh, Fourth is uh, the bail to... The debate, uh, let's see, the fourth is debate to, uh, to stoke anger. On the fourth, it gets a, a stay extension for uh, three months. Oh, I'll hold you to that. That's a, that's a good prediction. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some pop culture news. Let's get into something, um, get into something funny. All right, so Jonathan Majors, the Magic American, uh, who is uh, tied up with uh, the MCU. Hold on one second. Jerry finds Jonathan Majors guilty of assault and harassment. Let's watch this clip really quick. Oh, what the fuck is this? There's Brianna Wu. There's Mayor Wu. Man, this is really creepy and unsettling. I don't like this ad. I had to turn off the music. All right, here we go. So the reaction is, is that the jury had a lot to evaluate. And by finding guilty on some uh, charges and not the others, it means that in evaluating the testimony, Brianna and Bars, that there were some things that the jury credited and other things that they did not. It appears as though there was a guilty finding on what's called reckless assault. Well, what is that? There's a distinction between intentional assault, which means that it was your intent, it was your goal, it was your aim, it was your objective to assault, versus reckless. Reckless is the conscious disregard. It means the jury didn't make a finding that was intentional, but it was sufficiently reckless, right, 
such that the jury made a finding as to that. The jury also made a finding as to harassment, which is not a crime. It's simply a violation. A, a violation of law means that it doesn't rise to the level of a criminal offense. And just in terms of clarifying the parlance, a misdemeanor offense in New York State is a, a offense that is punishable by up to a year in jail, a violation punishable by up to 15 days. And so that's what uh, the judge will have to sentencing evaluate whether there's any time at all that is going to be imposed. But that would be certainly uh, the parameter. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do any time in jail. He's probably already done like a week or a few days, but, uh, you know, it's Jonathan Majors. He's a magic American. You know, he's really, um, you know, he's, he's a rich magic American. Let's see. A New York jury on Monday found actor Jonathan Majors guilty of the assault and harassment of his former girlfriend during a domestic dispute. Majors, a rising star who has appeared in Disney's Marvel franchise in Creed 3, was convicted on Monday of one count of reckless assault in the third degree and a non-criminal charge of harassment as a violation. He was acquitted of another assault charge in one count of aggravated harassment. Uh, Majors, who was present in court on Monday, held a straight face while the verdict was being read. He left the courthouse without commenting to members of the media in a statement to CNN. Uh, on Monday afternoon, Priya Chadri, an attorney for Majors, said he still has faith in the process and looks forward to fully clearing his name. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just say guilty. Um, yeah, this fool's hella guilty. You know, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, MCU takes another blow. Uh, uh, let me read some of these comments. Uh, you don't want to know how this ends? Uh, the Tex-Mexican Empire rises. The The Black Caliphate takes the East and failed states of the, the Northwest. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, give me one second, guys. Hold up. Oops. Yeah, damn. I was like shuffling through things. I, I gotta, I gotta sort this out because uh, this screen is just so far away. Um, let's see. The Black Caliphate takes the East. No, that would they would never take the East. That's not possible. The the demographics wouldn't permit it. That isn't. Yeah, that's just not true. And so they take the east and failed states of the northwest merged to Canada. No, dude, that, just, that wouldn't happen, bro. That just that wouldn't happen at all. Uh, let's see. If brains were a contest, my foam pillow would be the damn dude. I, I really can't read that. It's too far away. Hold on one second. Zoom in on this text. God damn. Oh, there we go. I'll just have it right here in front of me. Everyone has a right to be uh, stupid now and then, but for the for the last two years, President Biden has abused the privilege. Oh, Valiant Thor, he absolutely has. Uh, okay. Oh, here, here we go. Now I can read your your comment, Valiant Thor. It brings were a contest. My phone pillow would be the reigning champion with a mental um, archive that uh, that surpasses Sleepy Joe's cognitive abilities. Yeah, probably. I just send you a map after work. No, the, no the, 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 first off, no black outfit is going to take anything. I mean, when, when those people are left to their own devices, they're, they're miserable, they're, they can't function, you know, just 
civilization all but disappears. They would be easily conquered by anything. All right. Well, let's continue. We got another. We got uh, one other uh, thing before we get into crime. Rachel Ziegler's. Uh, this is from Bounding in the Comments. Rachel Ziegler says that thankful for a backlash against her Snow White casting. Nothing can hurt me anymore, or nothing can hurt anymore because they've said the worst that they've said. Dude, what could people have possibly said to this woman that is like the worst of the worst? What her acting sucks? Kind of does. It's not, it's not remarkable. I don't think she's bad, but you know. Um, you know, they, they said that she's like a bitch, which she is. She's kind of stuck up and snooty. Yeah, she's all of those things. 100%. According to Snow White star Rachel Ziegler, rather than despair at the widespread backlash to her casting as a race swap version of Disney's first canonical animated princess, the actress has learned to be thankful for the discussion as it's allowed her to supposedly grow thicker skin. That might be true. I can see that. The controversial uh, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes actress weighed in on the discourse surrounding her upcoming role while speaking uh. to fellow uh, Disney actress Haley Bailey. What's a stupid name? Uh, who earlier the, uh. who earlier this year portrayed Ariel in the live action, blah, blah, blah. Uh, first broadcasting the topic following the discussion of Bailey's performance, blah, blah. There are always people who have, uh, who have something to say about our castings, but... You proved them wrong with grace. I was so inspired by the way you handle anybody who said anything bad, to, uh, who had anything bad to say. And I give you really so much credit, said the Shazam Fury of the Gods actress. You and I have always been kind defenders of each other online. I would be willing to fight a little because that's uh, who I am as a person. Okay, this is boring as hell. Uh, let's see. I get my feelings hurt if my cat doesn't uh, want to sit next to me, Lot Bailey. So, of course. And I think that's what people want. Let's get to the Rachel Ziegler shit. However, while Ziegler uh, may now feel as uh, simply ignoring her haters is the most uh, prescient strategy for navigating her career, it seems of it. It seems as if there, uh, this indifference was a rather recent development. For example, while speaking with the rap in October, the actress cared so much about the public criticism being levied against her, particularly her blatant disregard uh, for Disney's original Snow White animated film that she felt the need to change the narrative by pointing her uh, critics' issues as being based in misogyny rather than demand for source material respect. Uh, the uh, To young Latino performers coming up in the industry, I would tell them to know their worth and to make sure they're loud about having seats at the table they deserve to be at. Why the fuck would you deserve to be at a table because of the color of your skin, because of your race, your ethnicity, etc.? The only reason you deserve any spot at any table in Hollywood is if you're talented. In her case, I mean, she's all right, but she probably had to put out, she had to turn loose that puñiti, if you know what I mean. You know, it may not have been Harvey Weinstein. Maybe it was Spielberg in a, in a video game. Maybe it was uh, one of those guys. Because, again, like, I, I just don't find her performance remarkable. And, again, like, I can give Rachel Ziegler credit because it's difficult to act. I've acted before. I've done voice acting. And it's really, really fucking difficult to do. You know, people just say, oh, you just look pretty for the cameras. No, there's a lot of fucking work that goes into it. Um, and yeah, she could, she could do it. She's proven that she can do it. But it's she's not remarkable. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis was remarkable. Um, Jodie Foster is remarkable. Tom Cruise is remarkable. Um, Angelina Jolie, you know, hit or miss. But she's, she's unique and she's special in her own way. The, Scarlett Johansson remarkable F fucking phenomenal right 
I don't get that sense from Rachel Ziegler. And I'm not saying that, you know, just to trash her or whatever. Uh, you know, I've given plenty of people that I've trashed on the show credit, like like Eric July. I don't really like Eric July. I think he's a coward. You know, false DMCAs. You know, his people went after my Discord channel. They went after my YouTube channel. But I said, I some sucked. However, I do believe Eric July is an artist. And I gave credit where credit is due because the backwards band that he's in is pretty cool. Pretty awesome music. However, Rachel Ziegler, her singing is like mid. You know, her acting is less than mid. Um, but she can't do it. But again, it just... It doesn't blow wind up my skirt. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, the, the, this is why, like, this is why people have an issue with her, you know, because all these shitty movies, all, all these these fucking these these uh, you know Disney, all these big companies, like, it, it's not enough to just make good products. They got to send people like Rachel Ziegler out there as little surrogates for the narrative, as surrogates for you know the far leftist uh, messaging that is promoted in the films. And, you know, she comes out and she says stupid shit like, you know, no, you got to know your worth, Latinx performers, know your worth and make sure that you're loud and obnoxious and you have a seat at the table. It's just not how the real world works, dude. Like, like if you go out in the real world, you know, with, you know, looking for a, like a job, not even like a job, but like a career type job, you know, you, you come, you go into an interview with that attitude, you're not going to get the position plain and simple. You want a seat at the table? Make your pitch. Why do you deserve a seat at the table? Why do you deserve to be sitting with us? Why do you deserve to be a part of this film, part of this project, a part of this company, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Oh, because I'm a Latin woman, because I'm Latin X, I deserve a seat at the table. Because I'm young and pretty. Like dude, like look at it like look. I mean, I don't really particularly find Rachel Ziegler attractive. You know, I like what I like, you know, I I prefer Europeans. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, like she's pretty, right? She's attractive. She's, she's not Lizzo. She doesn't look like Lizzo. That's a plus. Cause there's not that many skinny people. We're, we're over, we're overwhelmed, right? Our numbers, you know, were, we're outnumbered. So she just looks like a, a girl, a young lady who's never been told no in her life. So she has this shit attitude and I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. Eh. All right, so yeah, let's see what the, the commenters are saying. Every time it's about her feelings, not what she did or said, everyone else is to blame for her problems. I'm confident she has a therapist who tells her this every season or every session. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. It's like, yeah, you got a rich douchebag celebrity sitting on your little couch or sofa. You're going you're gonna to reinforce their, their stupid opinions or stupid beliefs. You're going to be on their side. And uh, yeah. I can see that. Uh, let me see what else we got. So Ziegler and Bailey uh, were having a coping session. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Uh, both of them participated in the destruction of a classic movie. Well, I don't think they participated. Well, okay, they definitely did participate in it. But I mean, they're just, you know, they're just workers, right? They're paid to work on that set. They're paid to act. They're just doing their job. I mean, what were they supposed to say? If it wasn't Haley Bailey, it would have been another Magic American. If it wasn't Rachel Ziegler, it would have been, you know, another... Jenna Ortega or some shit. So I have sympathy for neither. You don't get to antagonize people and then cry when you face backlash. Well, she didn't. Yeah, she did antagonize people. Yeah, she antagonized people. She said racist bullshit. She was just off her rocker, man. She's just saying shit that's not true. And not only that, she just comes off as like a douchebag. At least Haley Bailey or whatever her stupid name is. At least she handled all this criticism correctly. And I believe that's all we got for pop culture. I mean, there really isn't much going on. I mean, the big thing in pop culture going on right now was uh, the the Gerard completionist situation. Of course, Haley Bailey and uh, you know 
uh, Rachel Ziegler, the the coping, and then Jonathan Majors was found guilty. I think that just happened either today or yesterday. Uh, pretty big. LOL, you imported the 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 black caliphate leaders already. A man does not understand Islam expansion rules. Oh, first off, those people aren't black, for one. Um, and yeah, I'm aware they've been imported into this country, but uh, again, you know, you just look at you know Rhodesia. Like one proper Rhodesian was worth like five thousand of those idiots that they took out. They didn't lose anybody. Um, like I said, man, they want to fucking slug it out. It's not going to, it's not going to go down the way that they think it will. And again, just like these people just, they can't, they can't maintain civilization. They can't even maintain their own households. I'm not worried about it. Um, I'm, I'm more worried about inaction. I'm more worried about nothing happening, which, which is again, why it would probably be better for Trump to, uh, Trump to lose the 2024 election. Cause we gotta we gotta speed this up. Shit's gotta happen. Things gotta become more stable more quickly. It's falling apart anyways. I'm just gonna get I'm just gonna be ready for it. That's all. You give them way too much credit. All right. Uh we got some crime stuff. Florida man caught on camera throwing a tiny uh shih tzu into garbage dumpster dumpster police say. Video surveillance that you can see behind me. Disgusting. This sickens me as you watch this. This video shows a blue vehicle pull up and the driver takes a trash bag with Zyler from the trunk and throws her into a dumpster. You can see on this video that he has absolute zero regard for Zyla. No living thing deserves to be discarded like common trash. The suspect literally throwing a life away. This video is disgusting. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's read a little bit about this heinous crime. <coughs> Hold up. <coughs> <coughs> oh damn dude it went down the wrong pipe i'm gonna die you guys <coughs> Woo. all right so this is a little shih tzu so xyla um oh my gosh she's 16 years old uh shih tzu was rescued by workers at a florida dollar store after being dumped in the trash who would do such a thing the blue vehicle seen in the surveillance video was parked outside the home bellman who authorities said is a relative of xyla's original owners even answered the door wearing the same clothes as in the video, Marcino told reporters. <coughs> he was charged with a, fel- uh, with a felony count of aggravated animal cruelty and will have his name added to the county's animal abuse registry, the sheriff said. Dude, I think all counties need to have animal abuse registries. Animal abusers, PDF files, people engaged in elder abuse, they need to be on a registry and people got to know who they are. Oh, look at this dude. This looks like Jack Murphy in like a few years. Uh, he said Bellman, who allegedly had uh, a prior drunk driving arrest in Ohio, was released on a bond. Ugh. Marcino said the arrest was made by the Sheriff's Animal Cruelty Task Force. Ooh, I- I'd like to work for them. Uh, that he that he founded. Um, and which has so far logged 15 felony animal cruelty arrests and thousands of abuse complaints. Okay, so you got thousands of abuse complaints and only 15 felony animal cruelty arrests. You guys got to pump those numbers up, man. Those are rookie numbers. Animal cruelty uh, 
perps need to be held accountable. Marcino and Zyla was uh, was treated by a vet and is now in good health and up for adoption. We we bagged up this trash and gave him a ride to the Marcino Motel. He added to, uh, of Bellman using his nickname for the Lee County Jail. You don't get to abuse an animal in Lee County, the sheriff added. So Sheriff uh, Carmine Marcino and his team are heroes. Thank you for treating animal cruelty with the seriousness it deserves. We need more people like you in uh, in counties across the country. And thank you uh, once again in the, uh, for the to the New York Post for continuing to cover stories of animal abuse. Aww. 16 years old. She's probably got a couple years left. Unbelievable. But the pooch survived and uh, looks relatively unharmed, which is pretty good. Uh, what else have we got? All right. On the Gaza, uh, Palestine-Israel conflict, New York City anti-Jewish property crime soar is startling 85% since Israel-Hamas war began. It's pretty fucking high, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that's a, that's, dude, what a, what a horrible time to be uh, you know, a part of the tribe, a part of that, the group of people you're not really allowed to notice. Uh, 85% is really fucking high. <laughs> that's a really big number. I'm kind of blown away by it. Like, I was, uh, I was going to the bank to deposit some money and uh, uh, on the opposite side of the, the traffic lights, like on the intersection driving towards me, I saw a giant black SUV and they were waving the Israeli flag. And I'm like, they're braver than me. That's for sure. I would never do something like that. All right. So uh, 85% since the uh, Israel Hamas war began. Anti-Semitic property crimes have soared 85% in the Big Apple since the October 7th uh, Hamas terrorist attack on Israel. New NYPD data shows there were 135 anti-Jewish hate crime complaints on property in the Big Apple from October 7th through December 10th, up dramatically from 73 in the same period last year. Oof. A pair of menorahs uh, sponsored by Shabbat Sunset Park were desecrated in separate incidences earlier this month, leaving Rabbi Yankee shocked. Surveillance footage showed a bicycle, a bicyclist shoving over a nine-foot-tall menorah on Fifth Avenue, while another displayed in the neighborhood's uh, namesake park swiped in the wee hours before the first night of Hanukkah and found smashed on the ground nearby. This is something intentional in the heat of the moment where people feel they have the right to lash out against Jewish people and Jewish people uh, and Jewish symbols, and it's unacceptable, Chet said. Menorahs displayed in public and uh, sponsored by Shabbat branches run by Chet's uh, brother and brother-in-law in Brownstone, Brooklyn, had also been vandalized in the lead-up to the Jewish Festival of Lights, he added. Yeah, so this is really sad. It's really unfortunate that, um, look at this, free power. So there's a, a district office of Congressman Dan Goldman, and then, of course, outside there's graffiti, free Palestine, let Gaza live. Uh, yeah, this is pretty disgusting. Uh, let's see, time for jail time, a commenter adds. Fines and documentation on permanent record. No more woke absence of consequences. Here, here. So far, only Democrats are sponsoring segregation events. That is true. On college campuses and now at Christmas parties, only Democrats will openly exclude an entire race of people just because of their skin color. It is only Democrats who are being openly anti-Semitic, attacking Jews in public and using hateful... Uh, symbols to vandalize Jewish homes, places of worship, and Jewish workplaces. It is only Democrats who are openly attacking Jewish people in the streets and attacking Jewish students on college campuses. It is Democrats who will overwhelmingly support a war in Ukraine, 
that uses entire divisions of men who ideologically identify with the German SS and proudly display its symbols. Republicans do not do this. Yeah, that's pretty true. Oh, the tolerant left, so peaceful and accepting of everyone. The IT dude writes, yeah, this is pretty unfortunate, man. Uh, what a horrible time to be Jewish. Uh, I can't believe this is happening. I never would have imagined it would it would uh, explode. This, this type of hate would explode the way that it has. Um, you know, for so long, the modern left, the democratic left, the, the establishment left has basically manufactured instances of hate, especially against Jewish Americans or just Jewish people in general. They manufactured all this hate against them. But now we have a spike of genuine anti-Semitism, uh, over 85%, or roughly about 85%. And it's not getting the international news that one would expect. You know, because again, you, it, it's really important to, to focus on how is the media reporting this right now? And how did it report it before? So when this is virtually non-existent, it was, it was reported all the time. It was all over the news. It was international news. But now we're seeing genuine hate crimes genuine uh you know hate events and it barely makes the the tenth page of CNN or MSNBC or whatever whatever. Uh let me read some of this. Uh they cannot build, sure, I will agree, but they can burn your shit down fast. Yeah, we'll see about that. What location is uh hold on one second. Let me get the chat up in, in my face because this is not readable. <clears throat> What location is an increase um, in anti-Jew crime? New York City isn't on the East Coast. Is it? it is on the East Coast. New York City is on the East Coast. Far East Coast. Like, it literally is the East Coast. Um, and I recall, I think it was in Jersey or somewhere in New York where there was a mass shooting uh, in a downtown area, in a very urban area, and there was a, 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 Jew, a small Jewish business. And, uh, of course, Magic Americans, they shot it up and they committed a mass shooting. And then after the fact, um, the overwhelmingly magic American population was celebrating the deaths of these people, saying things that I'm not allowed to repeat on YouTube. Uh, but none of that was reported. Uh, but they, they don't mind plastering the images of all the people saying, uh, you know, they will not replace us at the Charlottesville bullshit, but whatever. By the way, Brittany Venti was there. It's interesting how her life wasn't ruined. I wonder what that means. Influencers declare that the new American dream is to leave the U.S. Uh, as they feel burned out by hustle culture. So we got to talk about uh, finance stuff. So this is uh, the 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 young people, uh, you know, turning on the hustle culture. Let's see what they have to say. Oh shit! Never mind. It's not it. Here we go. You know the American dream is dead. Long gone are the times where you can work hard and make it in America. With rising costs, increased credit card debt, and inflation, it's no wonder Americans are struggling and working two to three jobs just to live. The rent and rising house costs in the U.S. make it damn near impossible just to put a roof over your head. I believe that the new American dream is to leave. I sold my house in Houston, Texas to move to Bali and live there indefinitely. My rent in Bali is only $21 a day. And overall, I spend about $1,000 a month on my expenses. No $1,000 a month? I don't even urinate that many times a year. No more struggling just to live. No more working a nine to five. I've created several different businesses and work for myself. I work a few hours a day 
and then head to the beach to relax and actually enjoy life. So if you're sick of the American dream and you want to leave too, hit that follow button for more tips and tricks on how to do so. She didn't really give a tip or trick, to be honest. She's just like, she's basically like a female version of a passport, bro. It's like, oh, yeah, life is really shitty here. I'm going to leave. Like, is that really advice? It's like, yeah, just leave. Just get out. I mean, I guess it is. Uh, let's see. Because women vote for these policies. Uh, so she's an MLM scammer. I don't know what she is, Mike Floyd. She probably is doing some bullshit. I mean, when she says she's got multiple businesses, she's probably a liar. Uh, it's probably not even a legitimate business, to be quite honest. Um, looks like she put money into those magic lips. Hello. Yeah, I know. Uh, Fuko, you're correct. She absolutely did. Let's see. Uh, password bros are uh, gay. And I agree. Uh, I, don't, I don't really got to look. look I, I don't hate passport bros. I, I really got nothing against them. Like, look, you do you, boo. You know, you want to go to another country because you're not successful with women in America, but you'll find success elsewhere. Uh, okay, knock yourself out, man. I don't really care. Um, I, I just don't get this whole like, how do I put this without sounding like a simp or sounding like a traitor to the movement or whatever? Um, because I, again, I'll, I'll say this over and over again. I have overwhelmingly, overwhelming sympathy for uh, men in, in American society. I'm, I'm only speaking for Americans right now. Um, you know, we prison rates. You know, our overwhelmingly men get our, our you know, we, we got to deal with all the violence, real world violence, uh, you know, out in public. You know, we're, we're the ones going to jail. You know, the 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 suicide rate is high among the men. Uh, we get fucked over the divorce courts. Like, I get I get it, man. I think advocacy for men is important. Fighting for men's rights is important. But when we talk about passport bros, when we talk about women like this or we talk about. MGTOW, a lot of this stuff just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Because if I was legitimately MGTOW, it's like, you know what? I was, I'm a scorned man. My college sweetheart, she left me when I was dying. I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm resentful, and maybe I have a right to be. But uh, you know, and I decided I'm going to go monk mode. I don't want to date. I don't want to get married. I don't want to get fucked over in divorce courts. I'm going to go my own way. Okay, well, why don't you just go your own way. Like, you know, people make, make this a job, make it a personal identity. Like, I just don't make, I don't, I don't get not doing something and making that like as your identity. So not getting into a relationship is becoming your identity. That just seems kind of productive. It seems like a waste of time. It seems silly to, to hyper-focus on letting the world know why you're doing what you're doing. You, again, you don't have to justify your actions. I mean, the whole going your own way would suggest to me that, you know, like you're done trying to make it work. You're, you're done making excuses for, for dating and for, you know, relationships or, or whatever. And you're just going to do your own thing. Like why you don't have to justify it to anybody. And you know, women do the exact same thing too. They'll, they'll go on, they'll make those shitty TikTok videos. They'll make the shitty uh, relationship advice videos. And they'll say all men are scum. All men are this, all men are that. And uh, you know, dating is awful. And it's like, well, maybe you're awful. Or they're just like, I'm, I'm just going to be single. I'm going to do my own thing. Or, or, or they'll come out and they'll attack MGTOW. They'll attack these young guys that are jaded, let's say. And they're like, look, look, like some guys are allowed to be jaded. Like dating fucking sucks. I get dating can be hard. 
if if there's a bunch of dudes who are or, or who have are deciding, you know, they'll leave a comment here or there, and they're like, you know, I don't want to date anymore. I'm over this. Like, this is a waste of my time. And and there are women who are like upset about that. Like, what do you care? You know, because a lot of those women, most men are invisible to them. They don't care what happens to them. They don't care that they make sacrifices in society and, and you know, they, they fight hard to, to keep civilization going and working Um, because they, they, they see them as invisible. But when they decide to walk away, then all of a sudden they pretend to care. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, it's all about, you know, live your own life, live a clean life and, and be honorable and uh, have integrity. Uh, to have good integrity, to have real integrity is to, is to do the right thing when nobody's watching. Um, I think, I think that's more important than, than getting caught up with these labels, getting caught up in trends and, you know, like, like I'm going to be honest, what, what I see when I see a lot of guys gravitating towards like MGTOW culture or, or relationship type stuff, it's, it's cause I do genuinely believe a lot of guys want to find love. They want to be loved. They want a relationship. They want companionship. Because uh, maybe they don't really have, you know, guy friends, but, you know, it's like, well, the next logical step is to have a girlfriend and that is difficult. And I can see them getting resentful and bitter and angry. And the solution isn't to cling on to people like Andrew Tate or the fresh and fraud guys or, you know, fucking Jack Murphy, because those guys aren't going to teach you anything. And, you know, just again, if you want to find love, there's just plenty of ways to do it. Like, it's really, really fucking easy. Let's see. Mike Floyd writes, I was burnt. Let me get the chat up closer to me. I want to read what you guys are saying. They are mostly fat black dudes from the channels I've seen. Mike Floyd. Yeah, that's probably true. Or ugly white guys. Yeah, I can see that too. I was burned, but never got into the, the tape play, uh, play stuff. I, I watched uh, TFM, mainly uh, Tater PUA. Yeah, even like the pickup artist stuff. Like, like, I don't really think any of that stuff is useful. Uh, white women move to areas to exploit uh, poor browns. Friedrich Marx writes, yeah, that's probably true. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like I, I never got into Andrew Tate. I would see Andrew Tate clips here and there, and I think he's legitimately funny. Um, you know, like when he makes fun of Star Wars and stuff, like that stuff speaks to me. Uh, when he makes fun of pop culture, like that stuff speaks to me. When he's like trashing certain things, like like certain contemporary stuff, like consumer culture, like that speaks to me. But he's also uh, like a like a purveyor of the worst aspects of consumer culture. You know, he's like, yo, smoke cigars, you know, Bugattis and, you know, gambling and all this other stupid shit. Like, like Tate is not innocent in this at all. Uh, he's hilarious like Trump. I mean, he is hilarious. Like, he is an outrageous guy. Uh, you know, like, or, or like, there's just like, like, he's a, he's street smart, right? Like, because he's kind of like a thug. So, like, he's got that street smart. So, like, I don't really see him as a bullshitter. He is dishonest, but he's not a bullshitter. And and it's hard for, for people to pull a fast one on him. So he's calling people out on their bullshit, which is what I liked about Andrew Tate. Like, like J.K. Rowling, the Harry Potter uh, author. She had a giant stick up her ass about Trump. And she's like, Trump is fat. Trump is orange. He's got orange skin. You know, He's a crook. He's a fascist. He's a racist, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was just all over his dick. Andrew Tate said, that J.K. Rowling trashed Trump 24-7 because she wanted his dick. Because she wanted Trump. Because she's ne- because she's an alpha woman, right? She's rich, she's talented, she's you know, ultra wealthy, you know, one of the, the most celebrated women in all of history, right? And, uh, you know, she sees Trump as an alpha. So finally, she's met someone who is not her equal. Somebody who's better than her. So she wanted Trump's dick. 
And the reason why is because she's married to a fucking nerd. She's, she's dating a nerd. And he just guessed this, according to him. And then, of course, people looked up what her husband looked like. And, and by the way, J.K. Rowling is married to, like, the most frumpiest neckbeard hipster nerd imaginable. Just total beta. And then everybody was like, yeah, Tate got it. You know, and that and she... She, she fucking knew. She knew what he was. She knew he. He. She. She read what he was saying. It was so fucking funny. See, that's what I like. That's the Andrew Tate that I like. Where he's like trashing Star Wars. Like one of the things. Because I used to get this. People are like, "Hey man, like, did you watch the game? Like, I ain't got time for cuckball. Oh, dude, what do you think of the new Star Wars? Watch that fucking garbage. What about? Oh, dude, I cried. Watching Avengers Endgame Part Two. Dude, last time I cried, my mother was dying of cancer. Me and you are not the same. If I was in a movie theater and you're fucking crying because some purple alien snapped his fingers and killed, you know, Tony Stark, whatever, I'd fucking hit you in the face, bro. And then I'd walk out because you're not my fucking friend no more because I don't want to be friends with some little bitch who's going to cry in a fucking theater to a cape shit movie. All right? We're fucking men. Time to grow the fuck up. I've had guns pulled on me and shit. I ain't going to fucking sit, sit next to somebody crying in a fucking movie theater because of some comic book bullshit, Disney, CGI nonsense. Andrew Tate was told, dude, you never seen Star... Because he's never seen Star Wars, according to him. I believe him. He's like, yeah, I've never seen Star Wars. And people's response to him would be like, oh, well, dude, you're missing out. He's like, bro, I drive a Bugatti. I'm partying with these hot chicks. You're missing out. Hold up. So who's in the Discord? What's up, man? What's going on? Hold on. What's, I think I'm duh, fucking muted. Hold up. Oh shit, it's Chaz. Duh, ladies and gentlemen, we got Chaz in the house. Yeah, we got, we got a green skin in the house tonight. <laughs> Yo, hey, bro, guess what? But, I'm like, I'm super drunk right now. Dude, I'm, I, I'm buzzed right now. I'm drinking Merlot. Um, so yeah, man. How you doing, buddy? It's good to hear you again. Dude, hear your voice. Dude, I'm great. I know I haven't talked to you in a bit, so I figured I'd show up. Dude, chronic stream midstream. Yeah. He's playing like clips from a movie. Stream gets taken down for copyright. So for the past oh. hour, for the past hour, I've kind of just been hopping from like Discord person to Discord person, trying yeah. to stay awake, enjoy my buzz. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I haven't talked to you in a in a good bit. I just yeah. want to know how Geo is doing. Like the Watch Frogs, how's he doing? Dude, I'm doing great, buddy. Uh, you know, we'll we'll talk more, man. But I hope you're doing well. I hope you're healthy, dude. Uh, I miss talking with you, man. Um, I know, I know. You know, you you and Manic and the other Greenskins, man. You guys are my peeps. And uh, no, man, I just I wish nothing but the best for you guys. Yeah. And uh, I, I I know that hopping in out of nowhere might be a bit no, rude. No, no, not at all. Forgive a Griga for Griga, please. You're always welcomed here. That's why I have the channel yeah. open, and it's why I'm hanging out in here in the first place. Thanks. So. Yeah. Um, are you about to end your stream? I know it's getting kind of late. Are you doing another segment or something? Uh, I got like a few more short stories to go. Um, it's all fun stuff. We're, we're talking, well, right now we're going to get into the 304 stuff. Um, uh, dude. Okay. So I'm like two shots of whiskey, two Mike's hard lemonade and an ounce and a half of Everclear in, you know what? I'm down for another, I'm down for a segment. If you would so graciously have me, this is, I would love to have you Chaz. As a matter of Let fact, me. you might be an expert on the top because the last stuff we're dealing with is three Oh four stuff. Bro, uh, I, I'm I'm kind of an expert on 304s. I don't know if you know this, but I uploaded a video a few weeks ago about a 304 in anime, and it's got 130,000 views. 
Yeah. This this little beetle boy is going places. Dude, I saw, man. You're blowing up. I actually just got uh, some of my analytics, and apparently I had over 135,000 unique views uh, this year so far. Uh, just Ooh. on my newer content, not the older stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow, well, that's fucking great. Because um, most, most of the time, I'm just live streaming. And of course, I am live on DLive, Trovo, Twitter, Facebook, Rumble. You know, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm all over the internet. You know, I'm like uh, herpes, which we're going to get into later on. But, uh, you know. <laughs> You're what? on herpes? Did you just No, I'm just, I'm like herpes. I'm like herpes. <laughs> Did I say I'm on herpes? Oh fuck, guys! I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm I don't know. I, I just hear herpes. I'm like, oh, that that that's a sex thing. It, it Bro, is. sex. Did you hear that? I'm like a venereal disease. I'm everywhere. That's what I meant to say. You're, you're, if I said I'm spread. on, if I'm on, if I said I'm on herpes, uh, that is my bad. Hold on, let me let me read some of these comments. Hold on, let me pull up my restream chat. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the the things are a little bit slower on navigating through stuff. You guys, the chat might not notice this, but I got the brand new Agato teleprompter. I'm looking right at it right there. And I got my mini display right here. And then I got the main display where I have everything right below me, which is my galaxy tablet. And, uh, and then of course my main screen is where I'm looking at myself. So, uh, when I'm looking over at the teleprompter, it's supposed to be a monitor and it actually is pretty good. But it's too far away for me to fucking read anything. Uh, well, I can read like when I have like words and stuff, but I can't read what's on the display because uh, someone taught me to do like project a scene, but only a scene into the the, the fucking thing, and it doesn't work. I shouldn't have said all that. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> so whatever. We gotta Bro, get into some three hundred four shit. Chaz, are you ready? Please, like, please share to me on Discord. All right. So, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, one second, guys. Uh, let me let me make sure that um that my boy Chaz can um can read. So for those of you that don't know, three hundred four is slang for if you take the three, the zero, and the four, and then turn it upside down, it looks like ho, and ho is a short word for. Sorry, I don't want to say it in case Geo gets his stuff taken down, but I'm sure you can follow along with where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead and uh, view the screen. I just got to educate you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, can you see me, buddy? Bro, New York Post. I love this website. All right. Oh, dude, it's great. They always have the juice. All right. So we got to go over some 304 shit. So Dear Abby, Abby is a love guru. Dear Abby, my wife expects me to pick up overtime shifts while she takes trips with her friends. All right. So we got a simp. Begging for help. Chaz, how would you react if your significant other is like, you know what, Chaz, you know what, my little beetle boy, I need you to pick up some overtime. Got to pick up some extra shifts because me and the girls, we want to go to Bali, want to go to Mexico. I mean, like, I think your jaw needs to put in a little bit of overtime as well. You know, <laughs> we got to make this stuff fair. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear his uh, grievances. Dear Abby, I'm a paramedic. My wife constantly asks me to pick up additional 12-hour shifts so we have more money coming in. 12 hours? <laughs> but says she can't do any more overtime at her job. She says she does so much work around the house that it makes us even. Oh, okay. So she takes vacation time to go to theme parks and out with her friends while expect me to, uh, expecting me to save my time off and use it only when I go out with her. I don't think this is fair. How do I address this without starting a fight? Tired in the East. 
Dear Tired, I agree that your wife is what your wife is doing isn't fair. As to how to address it without starting a fight, a fight may be what you need to clear the air and work out your budget. That's, that's actually sensible. Yeah, you got to fight with actually, her. Actually, yeah. No, no. Like, there are some points in time in relationships and in life where you got to fight for what you believe in. You got, yeah. like, confrontation will happen. Yes. And a lot of dudes like this guy, he's scared of confronting her about this. Yes. And all actually... When in reality, he just needs to talk to her about it. Yeah, yeah, she might scream and argue, but if he doesn't get his grievances out there, if he doesn't tell her how he feels or what he's thinking, she's only going to walk all over him. Yeah, well, first off, I, I already think she's walking all over him because here's what, here's what I see. All right, so remember what I tell you guys. If you want to keep a girl, if, you know, if you, if you can get a girl, you got her, right? She's yours. Okay, that's one thing, but to keep her is a totally different thing. If she is bored, she's going to fucking stray and she's going to cheat. So you're working 12 hours a day. She's at the theme park where they're so-called friends. First, I want to see pictures of these friends. Or is it just one friend? Are they friend? all girls? Yeah. Are they all girls? Dude, what if or they're all is there dudes? there a guy or two? Yeah, there's, yeah. Probably, there's probably, all, it's probably all dudes, man. You know, 12 oh. hours, dude, she's, she's going to have needs. And if those needs aren't met, she's going to hit up Chad. Tyrone, like Muhammad, Ali Yeah, like this is the catch twenty-two. You have to work extra shifts to get extra money, but by yeah. working extra shifts, you're putting less time into the relationship, right? Yeah. But by putting less time into the relationship, she's getting more and more upset. So what do you do? You then put more and more time into the relationship, but then that means less time at work. Less time yeah. at work means less money. Therefore, she's not taking the trips. You. You're fucked either way, oh, unless yeah. you say we're gonna have to deal with this, whether it oh, yeah. be the t lack of attention or lack of money. Yeah, best case scenario, she hasn't cheated, she hasn't strayed emotionally, her heart isn't lingering and thinking about another guy. So you gotta fight with her. You gotta fucking just go in, go in, guns blazing. All right, uh, what's up, Spencer? Welcome. Yeah, you, dude, you missed much. all the political stuff, dude. Like, I wanted to talk politics with you and, you know, share the yeah. interviews that you did. But you know what? We're talking about three or fours right now. We're talking about herpes. All right, so on the screen, <laughs> on yeah, the my, screen. My voice is dead, but I wanted to jump in and say, dump that bitch if she's going to Disney. Yeah, That's no. all I got to say. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, Chaz, have you, do, you, do you recognize this girl? Have you seen this video? Oh, shoot. Give me a second. Uh, I think I've I've seen it on Twitter, but I haven't listened to her yet. All right. I'm going to speed it up because it's two minutes long. It's way too fucking long. All right. Here we go. Good change. And I yeah, bump up the volume scared. a bit. Friday night, I started having a burning sensation whenever I peed. Uh, was not pleasant. So Saturday, I went to urgent care and they put me on medication for a UTI. So I started the UTI medication on Sunday, and then that night, I noticed that my right lymph node in my groin was swollen. By Monday, the UTI meds still haven't kicked in. It still really hurt whenever I peed. Um, so I called to make an appointment with my veno, and it's now Wednesday. My appointment's in like half an hour. <sighs> the subject is very stigmatized, has a lot of shame around it, but then I noticed warts on my genitals. Very, uh, very painful. Uh, These last few days, I've just felt run down, icky. Haven't yeah, dude, she was definitely run down, if you guys know what I mean. Uh, had an appetite, uncomfortable. It hurts to walk. It yeah, dude. It hurts to walk because after Tyrone was done rearranging those guts, she wasn't able to shit right for a week. Hey, hey Gio. Yeah. If I feel drunk, 
Yeah. Maybe it's because I've been drinking. If she feels icky and dirty and run down, maybe it's because she's actually been icky, dirty, and run down. Yeah, dude, she's like coming back home and her dad's like, where have you been, Sally? She's like, um... I, I, I've been coming, <laughs> dot, 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 home. Yeah. Everything yeah. hurts. I'm scared. I'm scared. If it's herpes, I know it's not the end of the world. I'm about to go to my appointment now, so I will come back with an update. <laughs> I have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the car. You, the dude, he knows gonna I don't know how this is gonna affect my dating life. I can't give birth vaginally if I have an outbreak. Nope. I don't know. I don't fucking know how I'm supposed to tell my parents this. It's also just fucking painful. And I'm gonna have these outbreaks for the rest of my life. I feel like my parents are gonna be so disappointed in me. Yeah, dude, I made a comment that went like semi-viral. Um, fuck, where is it? Hold on, I'm gonna find it here. I, I got it right here. Um, oh, look at look at the beetle. Oh in your no, we got a beetle. Ah, <laughs> he's out here supporting the watch frogs. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Where's that fucking comment? Well, I basically said some, something along the lines of, uh, "Oh yeah, here we go." Uh, I wrote, the man who would have married her is disappointed in her. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, like, this guy was, like, calling me, like, an incel. He's calling me, like, a virgin shit. I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't get fucking mad about that stuff. But, uh... Are you a virgin? Yeah, dude, yeah, I know, right? Oh, dude, you're making fun of some girl with herpes? I'm like, yeah. Well, <laughs> we're making... We're not making fun of her because she has herpes. We're making yeah, fun of her because she j willingly had unprotected intercourse with a bunch of dudes that would result in her getting herpes we're making fun of her choices she could have exactly. asked all these dudes to wear protection to play things safe yeah. but obviously she didn't and then yeah. these actions have consequences That's the right. consequences of taking it raw on the daily is that you get infections you get stds and those stds affect you for the rest of your life and she won't be able to shit right for a week you know, so because exactly. uh, you know, again, she's taking those big schlongs and like, like, okay. So for the for the audio only listeners, like she's pretty cute. You know, like whatever, man. She probably gets really extra cuter when she's all dolled up. Right now, her hair is wet. Looks like she got out of the showers. You know, trying to clean all the 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 man slime off of her, all the the herpes infested uh man juice, baby gravy. And uh, yeah, now she's got herpes, and it pees when it burns when she pees. Um, and again, this is the this is the culture that you know Hollywood sells. This is the culture that universities promote. And um, you know, there's just really, I mean, look, look. I, I remember when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, we did uh, we did sex ed. All of the the sex ed education, none of it was uh, effective, in my opinion. Did you want to? Tell kids to uh, teach kids to abstain. You want to teach kids to uh, okay. practice so, so sex? Wanna, Show them this video. Show them this video. A, you want to teach a whole school of boys and girls that work? Okay. You have a whole school of boys and girls that are in the same classes with each other for eight hours straight, and you expect them to not think horny thoughts about each other? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Like... But in all honesty, this is, like you said, this is a great video to show them, like, hey, here are the consequences of unprotected, not to get it out, just pump and dump whoever comes across your way. All right, Fuko writes, once you go black, you never get to go, oh, I can't read this, man. I can't read that. <laughs> I can't read that, dude. You're going to get me banned. All right, we're, we're, we only got a few more stories left. All right, so Adele, uh, the, the singer, right. uh, hold on, I got to minimize the fucking chat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to fix that sooner or later. All right. Adele reportedly 
Uh, had Rich uh, Rich Paul, I guess it's her husband, sign a prenup to protect her $220 million fortune ahead of secret wedding. Damn, whoa, dude. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, wait. So, you, so you're telling me that when she has him sign it, she's empowered, she's protecting her fortune, she's being smart, but when a guy asks for a prenup, he doesn't trust her. He has issues. Why don't you just want to marry her, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember I was promoting prenups uh, here on the show, and uh, like a couple of people were just shitting on me. Like, if you need to get a prenup, you're not ready. Oh, fuck you! I got a fucking prenup if I want to. Uh, like, so yeah. oh, I'm I'm sorry, I can't just see twenty years into the future when she cheats on me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, according to Celebrity Net Worth, Adele has a two hundred and twenty million dollar fortune to protect, which includes her salary from her Las Vegas res- residency. Ooh, 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 Vegas residents <laughs> rise up. The sales of her four albums, thirty one million dollars, and another thirty four million dollars in digital sales. Ooh, good okay, for her. Okay, G- Geo. You might you might judge me for this, and I don't blame you. But if a two hundred twenty million dollar older woman came up to my beetle ass and say and said like she'd pay for everything I want to do so long as I stay with her for a while, I, I I'd take I'd take that deal. No, I'm, I'm not gonna judge you. Look, look uh, for the audio only <laughs> listeners. Beetle's gotta do what he's gotta do. Look, look dude, be, look. I don't want you to suffer, bro. Look, if Adele, you know, takes your little beetle body and caresses it, and she's like, I oh, will take care of you. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Okay, so guys, it's 2023, the end of 2023. We're looking at a picture of Adele right now, and she's no longer uh, plus size. She looks pretty good. Uh, look, if she's willing to uh, take care of me and my needs, uh, who am I to say no? Look, like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, like, <laughs> bottles of Everclear are getting more and more expensive on the day, right? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Spencer, are you there? What do you have to say about this Adele fella? Um, are I you mean, watching the stream? Are you watching the stream? Are you, uh, yeah, yeah, in I Discord mean, or on YouTube? What do you uh, want? In, dis- in Discord, oh, in okay. Discord. I mean, for her, man, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. And I give her like a maybe an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, dude, look, this is not bad. I mean, look, I like this Adele more so than, uh, the early when Adele was like, you know, at her peak, at her, at the height of her career. When she was uh, so-called plus size, I didn't really like her when she was plus size because everybody was all about you know fat Adele. I think skinny Adele is best Adele. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let, let me. I want to see gorilla emojis in the chat if you guys think skinny <laughs> Adele is best. Gorilla Adele. Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. So <laughs> we got a couple, we got like three more stories left, and then uh, we're gonna I'm gonna hang out with the fellas. So women reveal their icks for men. What kills their lady boners in viral trend? All right. So all right, guys. What kills the What quit? do you think kills oh, no. the lady boner? See, for, for guys, you know, we know what upsets us. You know, like women who what? talk too much or whatever. Like, what, what do you think is uh, the lady uh, boner killer? Oh, he, he's too affectionate or he's too distant. He's, you know, he wants to do stuff around the house, but he does too much. Just shit like that. Okay. Like, that's a good too one. Too much and too little at the same time. Well, what do you I think, Spencer? What do you, th- what do you think is that? I, I tend to agree with that. Or you're just really like passionate about a certain topic that they don't like. Oh dude, I'm super autistic about Dragon Ball, but guess what? She's a Naruto girl. We're not, we're, you know, <laughs> match made in heaven, right? Dad, that's right. a nerdy ick, bro. All right. There, there's a short video. Let's just, let's just go ahead and watch it. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Let me turn up the audio. It's only 48 seconds long. All right. Women reveal their eggs for men. What kills her lady boners and viral trend. Let's watch the video. You look 
Whoops. All right, so oh, fuck, I can't play this shiz. Copyrighted music. So new ick unlocked my girl. I'm so sorry, Gio, Gio. Continue. I'll, I'll sing for the video in the background. Okay. Talk. Uh, let's really, see. My really. grown six three husband cuddling his mommy. New ick unlocked. Uh, I thought he was wearing like a skirt. I, I but I guess they're shorts. Uh, yeah, he is sitting or laying on this couch, very effeminate. Like I would never sit on a couch like this. Uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, like uh, okay, that's not the best look. But is she is she turned off from his position or right, the fact so, that? Uh, oh, sorry, God. Uh, new ick unlocked. She he's using his foot to navigate a touch screen <laughs> instead Dude, of he's he's Dude, foot maxing. Come hold on, on. Hold on. Can we can we take a to get a step back on yeah, that one? Yeah. They're, I think, what, business class or first class on one of those, like, uh, airlines, those, like, yeah. fancy ones, yeah, like, Emirates or, some, or yeah. some crap. Yeah, that looks like a lot of space, so he probably has money, so she's putting up with these icks. For uh, the money, and we, uh... He's got a relatively conservative here. haircut. I mean, I don't, I'm not seeing too many red flags besides the behavior. Um, all right, so I, I think in the next <laughs> clip, uh, new ick unlocked. That's just funny. Dude, this is a fashion SWAT segment. What the fuck are on his feet? What is this? We're wearing her socks? What? That deals are not socks, dude. <laughs> this, this looks like something Ron DeSantis would wear. He's like, yeah, these belong to my wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Maybe they are her socks. Uh, when you have dinner at five, but have ballet recital at six. Yeah, dude, they're like ballet shoes. Look at this. I'll be right back. Boys, to right. Some yeah. Right, so <laughs> some of these icks were getting out of hand, but this, yeah, that's Nick. All right. Yeah. I, Avery. You, my, my new ick is dudes named Avery showing up in my feed. Ugh. Yo, I know a girl named Avery. She's kind of cute. Well, um, yeah, I said guy, not girl. Uh, okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. All right, so uh, dude, I thought there'd be I, I like an know, exhaustive no, list. <laughs> Guys, I apologize. Uh, this, sec this, this specific article sucks dick. Uh, I expected like an exhaustive li list of icks and uh, we didn't get it. But guys wearing those dance recital shoes, I guess that's a good ick. Um, I think using your foot as like a, you know, to navigate touchscreens, I think that's lame as hell. If you think that's an ick, ladies, shut the fuck up. Uh, no, but like, cuddling your mom the, in, in the fetal God. position, that that is definitely, like, who, dude, I don't know, man. Chaz, yeah. have you ever laid like that on a couch? You know, just like. I have like, a secret video of Chaz. I mean, like I mean, I, I I get laid all the time, guys. <laughs> God, no, I, I've I've never really. The only time I've laid like that is when I'm sleeping with my dog, and I'm just trying to like chill with my dog in the middle yeah. of the night. Right? Is, uh, it, is anyone also noticing the gay shorts though? Yeah, they yes. are pretty uh, fruity. Uh, I thought pretty that was gay. a skirt before I even read the the article or got, before we dove into it. I'm like, oh, it's probably a skirt. Uh, let's see. Um, let me, let me read uh, some of these chats really quick before we move on to the next story. Because uh, we've got pretty much one more left. Uh, once you go, oh, I already read that one. For a large percentage of modern women, marriage is like landing a dream job. Then a couple years later, demanding half ownership in the business that hired you. Ooh, Valiant Ouch. Thor. That's a good, I like that. I, I might just have to steal that. It's steal like it. landing your dream steal job it. and then Take demanding it. half of the business. Do that. There was like a, a funny communist meme where it's like some random communist nerd ends up getting a job at a grocery store. And then like he puts his hands on the shelf. He's like, this is my store now. That, that is basically like what marriage is. It's like, you know, you, you marry some chick, you bring her home. It's like, this is our house now, sweetie. And she's like, puts her hand on the fucking dresser. He's like, this is our house. This is my house now. Yeah, I get it. 
I can see that. I swear, if if I ever let a chick live with me and she grabs my Yamcha figure and says, "This is our figure," I'm gonna flip my fucking shit. Dude, I'm you about to no flip idea. my shit right now, dude. I'm out of Merlot. I have no more wine in this house, dude. Um, uh, this is a this is a sad day, but I do have a little bit of water, so I guess it's time to wind down a bit. All right, we got one last story. <laughs> he it's, said, "Wind down oh, after he's, he's drinking wine." Uh, this is a a hoax. A, a hoax. Hey, hold up. Where's my cursor? There we go. Uh, this is gonna be a short one, so let me let me cue the fucking music because we gotta get that spooky music. Yeah. Oh god. All right. So we got a hoax. Uh, hoax. Hey guys, is it fact or fiction? Police, no evidence. Israel supporter attacked UNC Muslim student with a knife. So the uh, Muslims, stunning and brave Muslims, are claiming that the Jews are viciously attacking them. I don't know about you, but have you guys ever seen Jews viciously attack anybody? I haven't. Uh, police really, are investigating yeah. an online claim alleging an individual wearing an Israeli flag attacked a Muslim student Tuesday near the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. But so far, there is no evidence of the attack took place. Yeah, so this is like the Muslim Jussie Smollett. The UNC Muslim Students Association claimed on its Instagram page Thursday that a Muslim student was attacked with a knife by an individual wearing an Israeli flag. On the evening of October 31 on Franklin Street. Yeah, and then that the Israeli was like, this is my land now, right? The UNC Chapel Hill police spokesperson told the News and Observer, uh, the only evidence they have of the alleged attack is a social media post, and no one reported the incident to the department. Yeah, so they made it up. Was the student attacked on Franklin Street? Neither Chapel Hill police nor the UNC Chapel Hill can confirm this attack happened as described. Yeah, guys, uh, was, you know, they got to hug it out. These people got to hug it out. But, um... Look, if you if you see these groups of people and they're they're beefing, just leave. Don't be involved. Just get away from them. Let them let them duke it out in the streets. Let them fight it out in the the alleyways or wherever the this is all happening. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold up. You, you mean we're not supposed to world star? No, absolutely not, dude. Because dude, imagine um, a tiny hat person gets viciously pummeled and you did nothing. Now you're responsible. Uh. So you got to We just got to step back. We got to step back and stay away. I don't know. What do you think, Chaz? Uh, is this something you'd get involved yeah, well, in? Would you stay away? No, well, it's like even regardless of like, oh, if I'm you know a small hat or muscle, like whatever. It's like yeah. it's so. It's just someone that I know. If it's yeah. someone that I know, sure, I'll hop in and get involved. But if it's someone I don't know, if it's just two random strangers, even if okay, if they were any other race or ethnicity. It doesn't matter to me. Right. I have other shit to worry about, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, if they expect me to hop in and help the guy just because he's Jewish, or you know, fight the guy because he's mo like whatever. It's like it sucks that if if the guy actually got stabbed, that fucking sucks, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. But, but the, the onus is not on me to stop the stabbing. Right? No, absolutely not. No, and and I wouldn't want you to either. Uh, you that know, like not to mention you're putting yourself up to like legal liability if you do. Okay, like so I don't know if you know this, my Buddha. Like, sorry, what's your name again? That's Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Spencer. I'm fucking autistic, and when I'm in the zone, my autismo retard strength comes out. The last thing I need to do is like pick up the guy and fucking just start slamming him against the walls and make him retarded, and then I get you know sued for it. Right? That's yeah. the last thing I need. Yeah. Look, but I will right. say this though. I will say this. After giving it a lot of thought, I saw a video of Palestinian protesters 
celebrating and cheering on violence. And they called some of the victims slash hostages hipsters. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to have to pick a side. I'm going to have to go with the Israelis because they're not cheering on the death of hipsters. I, myself, being a hipster, I can't endorse this. And now we're being, now they're accusing us of uh, wielding knives and attacking the pro-Palestine side. I'm sorry, guys, but first off, they're lying. And uh, th this is blood libel against Israeli people, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which is a new thing. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, no more of this. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Abad Ayub. Oh, dude, he shares the last name of somebody I respect in the firearm community. A Masada Ayub. It's an odd name, but uh, yeah, Masada Ayub. Yeah, change your fucking name. You, you didn't earn that name. Uh, the hate doesn't stop. A Muslim student in NC was attacked with a knife by an individual with an Israeli flag. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, let, let's see a okay, source. Okay, wait, bro. wait, wait. So the person attacking, hypothetically, right? Yes. Has an Israeli flag. That doesn't... Yes. Okay, we scroll back up to the very top of the article. Yeah. Like, no, like, what'd they say? No Israeli evidence. supporter. Okay, yeah. so... At the very least, they just said supporter. So it's not inherently the guy is Israeli, right? True, correct. But, but, but the thing is, that's kind of the idea that they're trying to put in our heads, right? Of yeah. Like, he's an Israeli supporter, so is he or is he not Israeli, right? So our first instinct may be he's Israeli, therefore it's a hate crime, right? Yeah. But, oh, hey, Geo, I'm wearing my autism hat, and I get in a fight in the middle of the street with a random guy. Person with autism fights a random dude if that's the headline it makes it seem like all people with autism are fucking insane when in reality i was just drunk that day right oh yeah disavow though like th this is another thing where articles and headlines really help sell <laughs> the story before you start reading it right yeah well in it, this case it does say no evidence israel supporter no attacked uh, the muslim okay, student okay. Yeah. so i mean the, the the article is doing the right thing the college fix uh, the college fix is generally on top of all these uh, fake hate crimes. And right now, the universities are a hotbed for these hate crime incidences. So we're seeing people do legitimate graffiti, which we highlighted earlier. And we're also seeing uh, chalk being written on, you know, the street, which I think most of those are fake. But uh, yeah, uh, that would be the last uh, the last segment. Let's just look at the bookmarks really quick and make sure I didn't miss anything funny. Um, so yeah, we did two hours tonight and I honestly didn't have that many stories. I wish you were here earlier, uh, Spencer. So we could have yeah, dude, there. I was, I was resting my voice. I fucking nah, passed, passed Did you dance with James O'Keefe? Did you dance with James O'Keefe? He was, he was dancing with the, with the kids. Uh, oh. and I say kids, I mean, there were a lot of people that were in college there, uh, that were attending the event because it's turning point. Right. So yeah. that's a, the big thing about turning point is it's you know a lot of college at you know college um students that are getting involved in politics yeah and i mean i'm 32 so like <laughs> boomer yeah i'm a fucking boomer not as bad as other people but hey i'm, just, I'm, I'm up there but hey you know what um everyone was having a good time i was i was hanging back networking um so, no, oh, dude, no, no, yeah, I you did know not what? get my dancing lesson for Billie Jean. I did not do that. Okay, you know what? You're going you to have to hold that thought. We got breaking news, Chaz. Are you ready for this? Massive no. Melina nuke. Destiny has revealed the divorce papers have been filed. Melina yep. spread rumors to a ton of people that Destiny was. Hold on, let me read this. Abusive. Yeah. Yes, Destiny was abusive. Yeah! She apparently asked for 100K 
In the last call, they had. Oh fuck, dude. Hold okay, on. wait, 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 basically, wait. Basically, can we watch this or, or do? Yeah, we... Yes, yes. All right, here yes, we go. Scott. Yeah. So basically, uh, Melina reaches out to me. We have a call, and she basically tells me that I owe her for money for her apartment, and that I like if I want to do what's moral because I made her leave the United States and pay to fly all of her shit back, that I should pay her like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. No. No. <laughs> Melina, right now, she's lowballing it. Like what she should like this is destiny, right? Yeah, he, millionaire she, she destiny. Should, when they go to the divorce lawyer, she should tell him he's abusive, he's manipulative, he's this, this, and this, and then take him from all it's worth, so we can make destiny an example of why polyamory is a fucking stupid thing. Oh. I'm sorry, I like okay to the people listening. I don't like when wives try to rake their husbands through the coals and divorce court. However, right? this guy however, is a communist and he deserves he it. He is destiny, right? Yeah. Like, okay, the leftists love to say, but here's an exception to the rule, right? Well, mm. why can't we make him the exception to the rule and say he deserves to have all his money taken away? Look, by if, I was, if, I was, uh, a female. if I was Destiny's friend, ah. if I was Destiny's friend and he listened to me, he respected me enough to listen, I would say this. Dude, so like, look, I'm going to give you the 100 grand. No, no, no. He's like, look, I'm going to send you these papers. You're going to sign them for me. We're going to get a clean divorce. And I'm going to send you 100 grand. And then we're going to part ways. And that is it. Dude, you got to pay to get rid of her. Because I, I believe he's in California. I could be wrong, oh. but I'm almost certain he's in California. And he lives in one of those those, those stupid states where it's like it's 50-50 no matter what. I live in a state where it's 50-50 no matter what unless you got like a prenup. And in some states, like prenups don't even like count. You know, uh, so and he didn't get a prenup. He did not get a prenup. I got that confirmed. He didn't get a prenup. Uh yeah, dude, pay her the hundred grand. You're a millionaire, dude. You're a fucking millionaire. Pay her the hundred grand. Pay her to go away. That would be my advice. It sucks. But hey, man, this is the life you wanted to live. You he said it was chose, cool. He chose to wife her up. He chose yep. to let her dance with Abba and preach and whatever. Yeah, so. she, He chose to let her bang all these men. And then she slithers on back, leaving a trail of male zinc. And then she <laughs> slithers in the bed and gives him kisses and hugs. And is like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm all yours again. Uh, no, dude, I'm sorry. You're and he, you remember he's like, oh yeah, you know what? I let my my wife fuck all these dudes, but you know what? I'm a cool guy. You know, whatever, man. I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah. know he was that much of a cuck. no, 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 dude. He's he a legit cuckold. He's a legit he, cuck. Okay, Le Spencer. He has gone on other people's podcasts proclaiming how great it is to be in a polyamorous relationship. Correct. And then what happens? It fails. Well, oh, no so kidding, because the girl's gonna move on to someone else. Who... Exactly, and that's exactly what I mean, she like, did. Yeah, and I mean, it was that, like some the... guy who's skinnier and shorter than he is. Like, so th fucking th that funny. is the main issue with polyamorous relationships: is that the moment you let it be a thing, it's over. Either you let her sleep with whatever guy she finds attractive, she finds a guy she perceives to be better than you, and she leaves you, or you do it for a bit. Then you tell her we should fucking stop, and then she says you're controlling, you're manipulative, you don't want her to be happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but if you try to say we should stop it, what happens? Well, guess what? She then put it on you as if you're the bad guy, right? Really? Like oh, that. Yeah. Like that's the big issue. When you let degeneracy like this happen. It's only going to breed more degeneracy. It's a, it's like fucking cancer. I the have, second one cell has 
what the second one cell becomes a cancerous cell, it will spread until it either kills you or you remove it. And what happened with Destiny? He let the cancer fester. He let it spread to the point where it killed the relationship. It's his fault. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I mean, 100%. it's more than just like that. It's it's just like, dude, you're batting out of your league. This chick is way out of your league. She obviously is only with you because she wants citizenship. And uh, dude, I, I'm willing to bet. I'm I, willing I got to a, uh, I got a story of that once you once. Uh, done uh, okay, I'll, I'll finish up quick. I'll just say this: I'm willing to wager fat cash. The polyamorous relationship was not even his idea; it was hers, because he's like a goofy, you know, doofus, you know, guy. You know, he's just a, a freak, and you know, she's got options, but she wants citizenship, and but she knows that. Destiny is a simp, and he'll he'll yeah. give her everything that she, she wants. She preyed on a guy who she could manipulate, and then the second she got what she wanted from the relationship, she dips. Yeah. So Spencer, uh, you had some thoughts. What were we gonna say, Spencer? So I knew I knew some guy I went to high school with. I won't name drop him. Yeah, yeah. Through enough in, in terms of that, you but, can make a fake name like Mike or something. Uh, sure. We'll we'll go with that. Uh, anyways, um, this dude he starts having an online relationship with this girl in australia yeah what ends up happening is this girl moves to the states they get married pretty quick right away right and like whatever the minimum is for california i can't remember what the minimum is uh for that where the citizens uh or i think it's it might be federal for when when the citizenship stays but like right at that point she just fucking dumps him and I guess goes back to the lover that was back in Australia and brings that person over for citizenship. Fuck, bro. Like, that is ruthless. Got, yeah, you got That like, is really ruthless. Dude, th these hoes ain't loyal, man. It's one of the greatest songs from Chris Brown, man. Um, yeah. Dude, I, I got to do like, you know, you, you know what would be like a fun bit? Like talk about like do a segment be like the top film, top cinemas 304s. Or like best songs about 304s, like warning about them. I think that'd be pretty cool. Or like yeah. the most hilarious songs promoting 304 culture. Uh, dude, I, I think that'd be I think that'd be a lot of fun. What do you, what do you think, Chaz? You think that'd be a good uh, uh, video idea? I, mean, I I have one song that I really love talking about a dude's emotions about him being lonely and alone and stuff. So yeah. we, I'm sure I could contribute to that kind of topic. Yeah. But I mean, that'd be good. Like, dude, you give love a bad name. That's a fucking classic. And what's it about? A 304 who paints her smile on her lips with blood red nails on her fingertips, right? Like, yeah. I actually I, have a, a public playlist because I did want to <laughs> do a, a segment here. Let me let me go and uh, look for it. Uh, I don't have weird shit. school boys dream. You act so shy. Yeah. You have very... Yes. First kiss was your first kiss. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, so, so we got a we got a we got a good dude. We got a roster of music right here, Chaz. Like this would be a fun collab. Just like review, like you know, we could do multiple songs, uh, like like top three or fours, like greatest hits or whatever. Like Bill Withers, who is he and what is he to you? Great song. Chris Brown, these hoes ain't loyal. Uh, war. So this is actually kind of a sad song. Dirty Diana, uh, very great, good song about a three hundred four. Jermaine Stewart. We don't have to take our okay, clothes you, off. You got, some Alice, Coop <laughs> you got okay. some Alice Cooper in there. I can respect it. Once you start getting into if, the rock and roll, metal, yeah, yeah, poison. Yeah, dude, this is about a three hundred four. Yeah, it's a good. Sh this is some good shit. 
Uh, don't lie do to this, me, Dawkins. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean, Wall. Um, I, I haven't actually heard these songs. So. What? Oh, did this is a public? I'll send you a link to this playlist. Actually, and, yeah, um, dude, do it. Yeah, but so, it, uh, dude, if I would be more than happy to listen to this playlist and then talk about it with you. The only problem is, obviously, we couldn't actually play these songs if we do no, it on YouTube. We, we can but, read the lyrics. But, we can we can do a sing along. We'll get the we'll get the war yeah. band, D- dude. We'll do easy. <laughs> we we hey, uh, we read the lyrics and analyze it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Okay, hold up, hold up. You guys wanted to see uh, after party shenanigans? Um. Maybe not right now because we're we're done with the politics, oh, yeah. man. I told you to come on earlier. I don't give a fuck if I you're know, sleeping. I was, I, dude, I was fucking dying. Right. Did you like me when I was like, oh, I'm going to rest my eyes, you guys, and I'm like snoring on the mic? <laughs> dude, there, there's yeah, nothing better than a 30-minute nap at like 3 o'clock that turns into you waking up at 8 p.m. Well, dude, oh, yesterday, because like I, I'm, I'm rebuilding my garage. I'm like totally redoing it. And it's all, it's super clean now. Walls painted, holes patched up, the whole nine yards, right? So I have like a bunch of junk and I'm and I'm selling all this musical equipment. And I'm like, you know, dirt cheap, like five bucks here, 10 bucks there. And this guy's an elderly guy. He's actually like a studio radio guy. And I okay. was selling these music sheet holders. And he's like, hey, man, I want to buy this. And I'm like, all right. He's like, I'm ready to come over. I was like, yeah, I got, I barely got off work at six. He's like, I'll be there at 630. So I give him my address. I go home. I'm like laying down on my love sack. And I'm just like, I'm going to rest my eyes for a second. I wake up like an hour later and he send, sends me like five messages like, oh, I'm here. I'm waiting. Like I, I waited for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, it's fucking cold. And I fucked up. So I spent like <laughs> 10 messages. I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking sorry. Listen, I just got off work. I worked fucking 10 hours. Man, I was on my feet. I'm really, really fucking sorry. And he's like, well, I'll come back. You know, I don't mind coming back. I'm like, dude, I'll, he's like, you want to just leave the things out? And I'll like leave the money on your bench or whatever. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be awake. And doesn't matter. I'm going to make it up to you. I'm going to sell you two of these things for the price of I've one. I've got to make it up to you. Yeah, so, uh, whoa, 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 Get your mind out of the gutter, Green Beetle. Get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I I, sold him two of these things, and, you know, that would be the honorable thing to do because I wasted his time, and I felt so fucking yeah. bad. But, I yeah, mean, man, yeah, like, it, long, it was like a 30, 40-minute nap, and it felt pretty good, but, like, Bro, like, I'm hanging out with Spencer. Like, you know, we're playing Battle Bits or whatever. And then when we're done playing, I'm just like, we're all, like, talking. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to just, like, you know, rest my eyes. And I start snoring. It's so embarrassing. Sleep cell. Sleep maxing. <laughs> Sleep maxing. All right. So we got a heart. Thank you for the heart. Zombie. Mike Floyd. I've been watching wrestling again. Is wrestling good? Um, dude, I watched UFC uh, this Saturday. And the, the the previous fights well, were good. Go and I no, I didn't go to it. I didn't get to see Trump. I didn't get to hang out with Kid Rock. I was really upset. Um, My buddy uh, Brick Suit was there. Oh, was he really? Dude, Laura Loomer yeah. was here. Bricks obviously Brick Suit was here. Uh, there was yeah. a lot of there was a lot of big people here. Uh, my buddy, I don't want to say his name, but he works the event. He actually, I don't want to say what he does, but he works the event, and he was really, really fucking close to Trump, and I was super jealous. Uh, I was at a yeah. house party, and we were watching the fight, and the initial fights were pretty good. They were pretty entertaining. I was pretty awake. I was eating lots of pizza, drinking some fucking beers, and I only had like two or three. But like the Colby Covington fight was so fucking boring, and I was just so hyped about it. I was like, yeah, dude, he's going to fucking rip that kid's fucking head off. It's going to be fucking awesome. But, dude, the fight was boring as shit, and I like took like three power naps throughout the whole fucking thing, and uh, it sucked, man. God damn it. And then, of course, he fucking lost. So sad. I will say, man, Brick Suit is dedicated. Uh, I like Brick Suit. He seems like a good man. uh, No, I'm friends with the man. He's he's, he's awesome. Like, um, he... Like messaged me because he knows I live out in Arizona. He's like, "Hey, you going to you to go to Turning Point?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, we're we're just we're we're talking about you know a meeting up at the event." 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna make a run up to UFC. And this is all public. You can see his video. He already, he already posted it. So yeah. I'm not sharing anything private. Yeah, man. Well, um, we'll, well uh, you know, hopefully maybe next week uh, we can probably get into it. You know, talk about some of the stuff that you went over uh, at AmFest. And hopefully next year, I would love to go to AmFest because, yeah. like, look, I want to, like, be at the, the hotel parties with those cutie conservative hoochies. Because I hear they got all the drinks. Then, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I mean, look, dude. I'll, I'll invite the I'll invite the the green skins. You know, the party's <laughs> gonna be real green. Well, uh, when like, we show like, up, dude, dude. Like I said, I mean, it was fun going to the parties I went to. Uh, like it was a lot of. I mean, it was cool having drinks with some people, but like it it was just like the. And this is what I tell everyone. You treat everyone else the way you want to be treated. You know, you you just treat someone. As hey, human. Spencer, fuck you. Yeah. Except for Chaz. <laughs> Except for Chaz, he's a fucking asshole. And no, uh, don't, don't you, 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 you. Yo, you can't disrespect a green skin like that. You can't just disrespect a green skin like that. Oh, let's see. Right. Uh, let's see. I have okay. Taker and uh, Night Sign Figures. I also met Kane at the Republican convention. He was a town. Yeah, I do remember that. That sounds familiar. Kane at the town. Uh, uh, a fucking town mayor. Yeah. Um, this is all YouTube chat. Word. All right. Well, um, you know what? That We're at the end of the line. We went over all the bookmarks. We went over all the topics. Uh, I, I had like very few stories and I still was able to stretch this out to two hours. Did you, uh, did you show the, any of the Trump stuff today? Or are you going to talk about that next, next week? Uh, we did go over the Colorado Supreme court decision, which is pretty upsetting. Um, but I'm not too worried about it. It sucks, but I'm not too worried about it. Uh, yeah, I did go over that. Your chat, by the way, for uh, that Viva posted. So, we'll get into uh, it. Well, I'll look at it now. But everybody, thank you for so much for joining me tonight. Thank you to Chaz, the Green Beetle. Look him up on YouTube, Kitten Chaz, and also have my buddy Spencer here of Stadia uh, Dispatch. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I look forward to hanging out with you again, uh, Spencer, and you coming out to Vegas. And of course, the Green Skins are always welcomed in my city for base. debauchery. And insanity. Yeah. Uh, everybody who joined us tonight, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate you. Like, comment, subscribe, visit the Stadia Dispatch, visit Kite and Chaz, uh, support independent content. And uh, yeah, once again, just thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. And if, uh, I'm going to see you guys next God. week after Christmas. I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas and you eat well and you're healthy and you're with your families and uh, uh, do not live in despair. That, that would be the only thing that I can say. Uh, can I, I am I'm, I'm going to address the thing by Mike Floyd really quick. No, yeah, yeah uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> some of the kids make stupid decisions. I will say that, but the or, the organization itself has been very good to me, very good to others, and I I think it's just you know when you're dumb you make and a, a kid. Well, let me rephrase that. When you're when you're a kid and I say college age, you make dumb decisions. You know we all do. So that's the stuff that hits the news cycle more. More often than not, but yeah. the uh, you know what the organization is doing. Right. So, so what Mike Floyd, good. what Mike Floyd is saying is that those chicks know how to party and that they put out, and that's where I need to be next year. I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, I'm not saying I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> Look, Spencer's straight lace, so I can't be fucking. The, 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 he has nothing to do. He's not responsible for my speech. That's all I got to say. All right, everybody, <laughs> thank you so much for joining. Have a good night. This is the 75th episode of the Watch Rogs. Peace. Peace. All right, we are done streaming, and I am done.